0: Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to our 2019 horror movie review episode. Now, Troy and I did our best to not get into too many spoilers, but after a while we got kind of excited and a few of them slipped in. We messed up, I'm sorry, but I wanted to give you a heads up now so you know, don't at me, and enjoy!
1: This should fall between the two episodes. I thought, well, just this will be a Christmas Eve thing. So everyone who doesn't want to hang out with their family can listen to this. So this so, might get a lot of listens. I think it will. Well, I think they always do. <laughs> I know. So.
0: All right. Okay. That well. To do. Thanks for tuning into the American Hauntings podcast, the show where we discuss history, hauntings, legends, lore, and the dark side of American history. We are now deep into season four of the podcast Haunted New Orleans, but today we have a special end of year episode. We are tackling our end of year list suggested by listeners about our favorite horror films of the year with a surprise list of some of our favorite holiday horror films. I'm your co-host, Cody Beck, and with me is my co-host, author, historian, crime buff, and the founder of American Hauntings, Troy Taylor. Hey,
1: so I I don't know why it took a listener to suggest this. Yeah. Maybe because we had already done a horror movie. We did a 90s one for Halloween, didn't we? The best of the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, because we were going to kind of work backward from Halloween back to some old stuff. Right. You know, but we didn't get a chance to talk about much in the way of new stuff. So someone suggested maybe we should do something for the end of the year, so... You're getting it on Christmas Eve. Yeah. So anybody who Merry doesn't want to spend time with their family, um, you know, can listen to this instead, which I highly recommend. Oh, I'm um, gonna I'm gonna listen yeah, to this instead of hanging exactly. out with my family. So um, but we're we're really excited about doing this episode because while our Halloween ones are fun doing the decades, this is This is current. Yeah. And plus, then I got excited and kept adding stuff to it. Let's let's talk about Christmas horror movies. Let's talk. Let's talk about some stuff that was just unusual. Let's talk about some stuff that wasn't great. You know, so I don't even know as we start this, how long this episode will be, but who even knows who cares? Um, It's it's something fun that we get to do. And hopefully you guys will have fun listening to it. And um You know, I listened to some uh, another podcast that I really liked that did their year-end thing, the the four people who were there, Mm -hmm. and it was like a two-hour and 45-minute podcast. I'm not sure ours are going to be quite that long, but who knows? Um, But anyway, so Merry Christmas. Uh, This is um, Christmas Eve, and uh, as I said, I'm going to put some of our favorite holiday horror films on here. I gave Cody a list, and I think, did you add some to the list? I did not add any to the holiday. Okay, well, we've got some that we can talk about. And uh, that'll give you time to watch them before the new year. And this will yeah. be a, an episode that fills in between two regular episodes of the podcast. So um, anyway, before we get started, though, with the year in list, let me let me plug just a couple of things that we've got coming up soon. Um, I wouldn't I'm not going to get into anything too far away, but let's let me hit these couple of items here. Um, the, the first big thing. Is that tickets are going to go on sale in like a week and a half for the 2020 Haunted America Conference? Um, they go on sale January 6th, and if you've attended this in the past, you know that it's important to get your after-hour event tickets right away as early as possible, anyway, so you don't miss anything. We've got you know speakers that you're not going to miss because that's part of the general admission to the conference, but. Um, we also have some brand new workshops, ghost hunts, and and special events that you don't want to miss. So go to ghost, ghostconference.net and you'll see what I mean about the stuff we've got this year. And we we really hope that we will see you in Alton in June. We also hope that we see you in Alton in February because February the 8th of 2020 is the annual Dead of Winter event. and. I'm sure a lot of you guys know this already from hearing us talk about it, but admission to that is is completely free. We just ask that you bring a canned good or non-perishable item for local food banks. And we've got a, some after-hour events that day, too. So there are some things that you can do in addition to the free event. We've got two uh, black mirror scrying sessions that are going to take place in the, the the haunted, the very famous haunted swimming pool at the Mineral Springs, hosted by Renee Cruz. Um, we also have a ghost hunt at the First Unitarian Church. The, the one at the Mineral Springs that night is already sold out, which gives you an idea of how fast this stuff fills up. And we have a very limited number of seats left for the Evening with H.H. H. Holmes dinner that I'll be hosting later on that night. Um, we also added, since uh, we've last had an, an episode here, we added um, a Dead of Winter shirt. We've never done that before. We always have souvenir shirts for the conference every year. Uh, But we decided to do one for the uh, Dead of Winter event. It's a long sleeve shirt, which we've never done before. That's a first for us. Um, April Slaughter came up with a great design for it. And the shirt uh, can be pre-ordered for the event. Or if you can't make it, live out of state or whatever, you can order one that will be shipped to you in February and a portion of the proceeds from the shirts will also be donated to the food bank. So you're going to get an awesome shirt and you're going to do your good deed. As Cody says, that's the only good deed he does all year. Yep, the only one. So that will be your chance to do your one good deed for the year too. So um, anyway, you could check all that stuff out at AmericanHauntings.net. And um, you'll be helping out a good cause. Yeah. Um, So
0: yeah. And with with every ticket to Haunted America conference, you also purchase the opportunity to come tell me a ghost story. There's that too. Because I do that. Plus,
1: we'll be doing a live show from Dead of Winter too. Oh yeah, we don't do one for the conference, but Cody will be there the entire weekend at the conference, and we get we get a lot of. You do a lot of interviews all, and ghost stories the whole I weekend. All I awesome. do is talk to people. It's like, really the cool. It's, it's great. It's really cool. It's
0: exhausting, but it's yes, great. And yes, and well,
1: that, that event is like this huge explosive thing that happens that you spend the next like yep. month trying to recover from Well, we but talked it's about. Such a blast. I have the
0: hangover from it because yeah, we, we all, all my friends leave yes. and I'm so sad. Yes. And I then, know. I know it's, it's tough, back. but I'm really excited. And yeah, dead of winter. will do the live, live event. Um,
1: I You're, still haven't decided on a yep. topic for that episode. Yet.
0: Oh, it's, it's going to be cold. It'll be some kind though, of right? winter thing. Yeah. We
1: always do some kind of winter thing.
0: Right. Okay. Um, maybe
1: Jack from Titanic. No, that, we're not, the ghost. Yeah, I could story. do a whole podcast about the door. Yeah. Actually, we How they talked both about finished. Actually, You know what was funny about that? It was somebody's. Did you suggest that or did somebody else? Something me. about Titanic came up I don't know what a couple you mean. episodes ago, and I said, well, you know, I could do a Titanic story because. Huh. There is there are ghost stories attached to that. how well there are stories about that part let's see it's at the bottom of the ocean well, but just wait because I, I put it in in one of the books that Renee and I did about disasters oh, and boy. there actually is not only ghost stories about that the area where it happened mm-hmm. but about the relics. Oh, that. so interesting. It's all because Jack could have fit on that door. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Um, so maybe, that. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. So I'm not going to promise anybody it's going to be a Titanic story. So Season 12. So, Titanic. well, and no, if I don't do it for Dead of Winter, I'll have to do it as some kind of bonus episode. Yeah, that'd be funny. Because now I've already built up to it. So. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. All right. I'll work on that. All right.
0: Are you ready to dive in? I, I am. I am. Okay. So this was your suggestion, this part of uh, favorite holiday horror. No, I thought it'd be fun yeah. because
1: there are, you know, uh, I always try to in the weeks going up to Christmas, I try to watch a few of my favorites mm-hmm. um, and I found a couple of new ones that I hadn't seen before. And then of course the, the, my old perennial favorites of holiday horror stories yes. um, because um, there really weren't that many around until recently there's I mean, not recent there's not. times you know um black christmas and i know they did a remake of it this year that i have not seen yet um,
0: isn't there another one coming out as well
1: well that one that, that remake just came out like a week or so ago oh just mid-december a remake of black christmas but the original dates back to 1974
0: i thought there was another one from like early 2000s i don't Maybe not. Was there? Maybe there was. I don't you know, know what? There
1: might have been. Now that you say that, but I've, I don't know. But I've always known um, this is the classic. Well, one the, the from- classic one from the seventies. Um, what's funny about that is it's the same guy. It's a. It was made in Canada, and it was. It's. It's said to be the very first. Actually, you know what? I just looked it up. There was one in two thousand and six, right? Okay, as Mary Elizabeth Winstead in it, you know, from uh, Cloverfield Lane. That yeah, movie. Yeah, because I remember the cover. I'd of forgotten it about that. Th- that was a yeah. Remake. I totally forgot that there was another one. Um, but yeah, so they just did a remake of it. Um, that I I've, I've heard is good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, yeah, but I've heard it's okay. The original, I mean, the original's okay for what it was, but it it was kind of like the first pre Halloween slasher movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, there really wasn't that wasn't a genre at the time right but what I always think is funny about it is it's the same guy that made um, Bob Clark's the same guy that made yeah. a Christmas story that's You know amazing. I, you're gonna shoot your eye out and right. all that. yeah, that's the same guy that so made that it makes movie. you
0: look at a Christmas story a lot differently a whole different way is, Yeah. is Black Christmas <laughs> is that like a home invasion
1: kind of yeah, thing yeah it's a sorority house oh okay yeah and it's Ooh, um, like a Ted Bundy thing it, it, well I don't know kind mm-hmm. of uh, I guess it. I don't know it's been a while since I've seen the original but I forgot I guess I have seen the 2006 version I just haven't seen the new one but I've right i heard it's got a whole different slant to it. Ah, so but I have yes. not seen it yet. Okay. Uh, so that's um that's one I haven't quite caught. Um the the other one that I remember from the 80s, and I can't remember what year it came out, but there was a movie called Silent Night, Deadly Night, the yep. first one. I mean, I think there's been sequels since I have not watched any of them because the first <laughs> one was so bad. That's what I've heard. But it was it was but this was the 80s. This was pre-like Jason Voorhees. No, it wouldn't have been pre-Jason Voorhees, it would have been post because it was a, you know, guy in a mask killing people. So it would have been after Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. but, um, it was a guy in a Santa suit and people really got bent out of shape about that. There had oh. not I mean, although black Christmas had been out, but I guess it'd been enough time that for whatever reason people got bent out of shape. And I remember there being protesters. Wow I went to see it at the, at the Avon theater. In, in Decatur. Oh, yeah. When it came out. And I remember there being protesters outside, which is the reason I went to see it. Of because, course. You know, it was like going to see the. I remember when The Last Temptation of Christ came out and there were protesters. And I thought, well, now I got to go see it. You right. know? Thanks for showing me what Yeah, right, was. exactly. So, you know, putting put me in the seat there. But I remember going to see it, which was awesome with protesters, but... Movie really, really sucks. I've heard people it's, it's use it as terrible. An example because it's, it's so gaudy. really terrible. And um, but I mean the only reason I went is because people were protesting that, yeah. you know, and, and and I thought it would be something different because it's a guy killing people in a Santa suit, but really it was just bad. Uh. And there but there's been a lot of other Santa suit killers since then, but not. Not like that at the time. Maybe that's why they were protesting. It was new. It was so bad. Well, I don't know. Maybe, (laughs) but it was, it was new. It was a new, fairly new idea. Right. I guess. Right. Uh, And now since then we've had bad Santa and everything. Oh yeah. So we've had everything in a Santa suit. Right.
0: You know, I have a, a, one of my uncles, he said that there was a, like a, like an adult novelty store or whatever that opened in a town that he was living in, you know, back in the day. And there were people out there
1: protesting for like it. Like a dildo a, store?
0: Well, it's like a, a sex shop, porn okay. shop, whatever you want to call it. Oh, okay. It. I don't know. With
1: like skin movies in the back, like the, the little theaters I don't or think something. there was a theater, but it's just oh. like
0: where you could buy those and, and fun toys. I and watched lingerie. The Deuce on
1: HBO, so I'm an expert. Got it, sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, yeah, <laughs> you, you, you might have been there. I don't know. <laughs> no. But uh, he said
0: he, he pulls up and uh, basically rolls down his window and one of the processors protester says something to him and he's like like i'm really glad that you all are doing this and he's like yeah you know thanks we're, we think what we're doing is right he's like yeah without you guys i wouldn't have been able to find this place." parks yeah. and
1: goes inside yeah. did i tell you did i ever tell you we had a protester at the conference one year no like one guy It was it was back oh gosh this was back well, way what? early 2000s so we were we had the conference still at the at a bookstore here in alton and we cleared everything out so we had a big oh, open like areas we, Mary's over the, yeah, yeah 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 we had a we we a lot of people in there for just a small space. Cause I remember for like three days before the conference, I would put the therm- the thermostat all the way down. So it would, it would you could hang meat in there. It was so cold because once we piled everybody in, mm-hmm. well, that was brutal. yeah I bet. But you know, anyway, um, one year we had a guy who showed up to protest the conference. I mean, it was in the, I mean, the telegraph doesn't, the local paper here in Alton doesn't have a lot of news. So Um, they had an article in it about the conference and we had a guy who showed up to, to protest and passed out religious Mm tracks. Um, and my friend, John Brill, who you've heard me talk about him. He's the guy that we kind of do the, uh, strange stuff in honor of John was like one of the nicest guys ever. He was a counselor at the Alton, the the children's home. And so he was just like the, like salt of the earth, nicest, nice to everybody, just a great guy. So Everyone else was just sort of laughing and rolling their eyes all weekend. John goes out and sits down. This guy had gotten so discouraged by the end of the weekend. He's just sitting on the curb, you know, because no one would take his tracks. Sure. So John went out and sat down next to him and and let him explain to him why he was protesting the conference. Mm -hmm. I still don't know why, but I'm sure it had something to do with thought we were, you know, invoking the devil or something. But but yeah, so we've had protests. One, one guy, but still... You know, hey, that means you do, you're doing, <laughs> something, you doing something, you know, right. worth
0: protesting. Yeah. And it's funny because the devil did show up that year. that guy <laughs> yeah, was actually right, actually uh-huh. Actually uh-huh. correct correct. Yeah, uh, right. Oh, that's hilarious! I didn't know that. I might protest just to try to see if I can get us in the paper, get us yeah. more publicity. Right? <laughs> anyway, okay. So we talked about the, the classic and yeah, the, no, the terrible ones. But Let's this dive is my list.
1: This is my list of my favorites. Yes. Um, Walk me through this. No, there. I mean, there are others, and there's a lot of really bad ones. I mean, there's a few that are okay. But I put these, all these made it on the list for a reason, mm-hmm. okay? So the first one I put, and these aren't necessarily in, well, you know what? I, I can kind of put them in order, yeah. and I will okay. save my favorite one for very last. Okay, okay so Christmas Horror Story. Yes. It's not very old, came out 2015, um, and it is, it takes place in one town, and the stories are sort of interwoven. Now, it's not like an anthology-like mm-hmm. um, Uh, all the creatures were stirring. I don't know if you've seen that one. It's an anthology. Um, it's okay. It's not my favorite. I liked this one, even though it's not great. Sure. Um, the acting isn't great. Um, it's got Krampus. It's got a haunted school. It's got a changeling in the woods. It's got, um, this really cool Santa Claus that that fights off like this attack of. Did you watch this? I did have you seen watch it? this one. Yeah. So it, he's fighting off like elves that have become like infected like twenty eight days later. Yeah. And so he's fighting these elves through the whole thing, and then at the end finds out that it's Krampus who has you know infected all of these elves. And so he has this fight to the death with Krampus in the, in the reindeer barn. And you know, it's got some recognizable people in it. And William Shatner, of course Mm -hmm. uh, plays a, I think he must've shot that in like in one day, I'm going to say they hired William Shatner to come in, shoot scenes as a radio host all in one afternoon. And so he really just never moves. He sits in one seat and talks about some of the things going on in town. And then it's Christmas, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's not a great film, but I, I will tell you that I thought the ending paid off. I did not see the ending coming. And I'm not gonna ruin it for anybody because it's you can watch it on Amazon Prime. It's free. Yeah. So if you've got Amazon Prime, just go watch Christmas Horror Story. And, you know, like I said, it's it's entertaining. You can sit through the movie. Uh it's kind of fun. You know, it's not, it's not bad, you know, it's not bad, but the ending is it makes it pay off. Yes. I, I do love the ending of this movie. So that, that in itself, um, is what elevated it on my list. This is the first
0: one that I watched last night. And then I started texting you after yes. I watched this one. Yes. So I didn't get to mention that, but yeah, yeah I, I
1: thought the end was fun.
0: It was, um, it I, was. I was blown away that it was made only four years ago. I yeah. thought
1: it was a lot older. Than right. That. I know it. I know it. So um, yeah, it's not an old movie it at fun. all. And it's, and it is fun. It is a lot of fun. Um, so the next one on the list, which I also know that you've seen, mm-hmm. uh, was Better Watch Out. Yes. Um, and was that a Shutter? Is that a Shutter exclusive, or is that on uh, Amazon I don't, Prime? I don't think see it's my on Amazon Shutter. Crime and Shutter are connected, so I'm not sure oh, where it's at. I didn't know I could do that. Yeah, I'm not sure where it's at. Um, I, I subscribed to Shutter through my Amazon account, so uh, it all ends up in the same place. Is it so still
0: five bucks. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, all right. it's still well, cheap, but well, it's heck, it's, it's it that. just. Eliv- eliminates one more streaming service. Right. Me. Right. Like put them all in the same place. I don't but think it was on shutter. I can't remember where I saw it, but I know it was, I think I originally saw it on shutter, mm-hmm. but it may be on Amazon now, but better watch out came out 2016. Um, and I watched, I saw it when it came out and really liked it. And yeah. so it's been one of those ones that's kind of fun on my list. Um, it's, it's one of the things I find about a lot of the Christmas horror stuff is that they have a lot of dark humor in them. Oh, yeah. And normally that's not something I go for. Really? I don't know why. Uh, although, your although, life. The, although the weird I know. And as it turns out, some of my favorite movies from this year were all dark humor and horror. Yeah. And so I don't I don't know why I kind of, you know, blow that off yeah. because then I ended up loving some of these. But this one is about a babysitter who's trying to. Uh, protect the boy that she's watching from a home invasion on Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. And there isn't anything in it that is what it seems. Yes. Not in the beginning. So, but I can't, I don't want to tell you too much because I don't want to spoil it, Mm -hmm. but this is a fun movie. I suggested this to Cody and I have some very entertaining texts that he was sending (laughs) me while he was watching this movie. He was live texting to me while I was, I don't even know what I was watching, nothing important, but Um, but it was funny and, um, some hot takes. I I do. I do really like this movie and and it is, has a lot of humor in it. Um, as does my next pick, which is, which I had never seen, but came out four years ago, which was Krampus. Mm -hmm. And I watched it for the first time this year. It was recommended to me by somebody. And every time I'd seen it, I thought, well, that looks like garbage. You know, I thought this is hot garbage here. I am not going to watch this. And instead, this turned out to be, this year, my favorite. It's not my all-time favorite, but it's my favorite, uh, the Christmas horror movies I've watched this year. And again, it's got a lot of humor in it. And it's, it's, there are several Krampus movies, so make sure you get the right one. This one came out 2015. It's got Adam Scott in it, and Tony Collette, and Kachata Farrell, and Dave Keshner, who plays Todd Packer in The Office, which is one of my Holy Grails is the office. Cody yeah. and I both love the office. Oh, yeah. We listen to the Office Ladies podcast both of us do with um with Jenna Fisher, Pam and Angela that it's a great podcast. They're going through the entire Here we are plugging the office. I don't care. Yeah,
0: maybe we'll get royalties. It's one a day, great
1: podcast, and it's they, they are going through it episode by episode, and so they they just talked about coincidentally talked about the sexual harassment episode from season two, which is the first time we meet Todd Packer, who yes. is got to be one of the funniest side characters in the history of the office. Yep. He's so, but anyway, he's in this, so um, it's not all funny. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of humor in it because of the, the the people who are in it. But I mean, it's like I said, it's Tony Collette from, you know, Hereditary, Hereditary and everything else. The Sixth Sense and all this other stuff she's done. But um, with her and Adam Scott are both funny in it. And it's a, it, what happens is this boy um, accidentally summons Krampus on Christmas. And I don't know, the best way to describe it is mayhem follows yeah. uh, because the, the Yule lads show up first and start wreaking havoc and then Krampus shows up. And I mean, there's a lot of like horrific death in this, yeah. but it's, it's also very funny and it's, but I really like the way, not only did the way they portray the, the Yule lads, but Krampus too. Mm-hmm. I thought Krampus was, was much cooler in this than like the, the buff monster guy that you see in so many other things like, you know, Christmas horror story. He's like this, you know, kind of like buffed out guy with a sword. And this is portrayed more like the real or the, you know, the customary mm-hmm. Krampus, you know, from German folklore. Sure. And his, his grandmother, the boy's grandmother is German and she's encountered Krampus before, after world war two. And I'm just telling you, just watch this movie. You can be as skeptical as, I was about it. I mean, I didn't watch it for four years and I'd had a couple of friends who'd seen it and I thought, well, this looks stupid. I don't want to see this. And so I finally decided to watch it and and I ended up buying it. I mean, I bought the movie. I liked it so much. So, I mean, that's how you know if I like it, if I watch it for free and Mm -hmm. then I go, okay, I need to own this in case it ever drops off you know, one of these streaming right. services. I need to own it, so I bought it. Uh, and I will watch this every Christmas with Love Actually and Office Christmas Party. Those <laughs> are my, now I have three movies I watch every Christmas season because they're all some in a different way I enjoy. But this that movie I really liked. I am um, so
0: surprised that you love this movie so much. I, I liked I just it, do. I liked it. I but just don't know why, I just love it. It just hit me in the right spot. While I was watching, I would have never guessed like, Troy's gonna love like not not only like this movie, but put it into your three rotation. Like I know yeah, yeah. love actually, like I know how important yep. that is to you around yeah. Christmas time. Love so that movie.
1: This is amazing. I mean, I like the movie. Yeah, yeah. I'd say check it out. I'm just blown yeah. away that you love it. I, so just, much. I don't know why I love it so much. It yeah. just it just hit me in the right spot, right? and it just had all the elements in it that I just really enjoyed. No, and I, and this is the last time I'll watch it this year, but mm-hmm. I will watch this again next year. Yeah, I, I will watch it every Christmas from now on, probably. So, right. and I'm thinking about the, have you seen, um, speaking of stuff that's, that's been around forever. Uh, when I was a kid, I used to always watch a Christmas carol with Alistair Sim, the old black and white one. Oh, okay. And cause it was always so spooky, especially when they got to the, the ghost of, of Christmas yet to come. Mm-hmm. It was always so scary to me when I was a kid. So I got really hooked on it, but there is one coming out on the 19th. It was a BBC production. It's going to be on FX with Guy Pearce. Oh, all right. Playing Ebenezer Scrooge. And I have watched the trailers for it, and they're presenting this as a horror film. Nice. The trailers are amazing. Yeah. I can't wait to see this. So I'm I'm very excited because, I mean, The Christmas Carol is... Meant to be a scary story. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point is scaring Scrooge into becoming a better this person. This is what your life would be like. Right. Yeah. This is it. And so um I'm I'm really excited about it. And I love Guy Pierce. And yeah. I saw Andy Circus. I don't know who else is in it, but it looks really good. And so I'm you guys, by the time you hear this, it will have already been on. So hopefully you watched it. I, I know I will have watched it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you guys will have too. Nice. Um, so let me go on to um another one that I got Cody to watch last night. And I knew that this one would be Cody's like worst nightmare come to life. And it is a movie. This isn't so much a holiday movie, but takes place at the holidays. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like the diehard lethal weapon yeah. of horror films. Yeah. Um Those are, you know, I like to think of them as Christmas they movies Christmas because movies. they take place at Christmas. So, I mean, you know, they don't really, well, I don't know. They kind of celebrate the holidays yeah. in the movies. But anyway, this is another one that takes place at Christmas, except this is a horror film. And this is a bleak, dark, twisted British film. Yes. Um, it is um, called The Children. Uh, it came out in 2008. So it's it's been out for a few years, but I had not seen it before it was recommended to me as a Christmas horror film. And... I, I think I vaguely remember when it came out. I remember the packaging on it. Mm-hmm. And it was part of a uh series of some sort. But um so I, I recognize the the cover art right, on right. it. But um this one, every other movie on my list for the Christmas had some humor to it. Mm-hmm. This has no humor, no. none. None whatsoever. So if you really want something dark, this is a movie about a what starts out as a relaxing Christmas vacation, although really that's how it's described. But would you call that relaxing? No. It's Everybody tense. seems to have a lot of tension when they first arrive. Right. Well, the holidays are always really tension-filled. And, and this I is, I think, represents that well. Yeah, I mean, this you've is got a documentary as far as uh, I'm concerned. it's concerned. It's got like this visiting family with the the pissed-off teenage daughter, mm-hmm. and they're coming to visit a family you know, a, a brother and it's two sisters and the brother-in-laws. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that the ones they are coming to visit like homeschool their kids and they're like vegans and all this and the yeah. other people are not. And so there's already a little tension. And plus the, the one guy is, is trying to sell his brother-in-law on the visiting brother, not the, not the homeschool brother is trying to sell him on some kind of get rich quick scheme yeah. about, you know, and so there's already tension, but then, um, Something, and again, I don't want to give too much away, but something happens that affects the children. It's some kind of virus or something. It's the best way to describe yeah, it, Yeah, it's guess. not like, it's like 28 days later, you know, rage zombie stuff, but it's some kind it's, of virus that makes the kids very aggressive. The, the happening kind murderous, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, that that like, of thing. Is, yeah. yeah. Something so going on. it's it's super dark, and there's there's nothing uplifting about this film at all. So if you want to see, if you're if your mood of the holidays is Christmas sucks, this this is the movie for you. Um But and if you just want a really ominous, dark movie for the holidays. This is it. This is it. I will say, fuck this movie because (laughs) you didn't care for it. I hate, I would, I I would punt one of these kids. See, I didn't know if you'd even watch it when you saw the name of it was the children. Uh, I didn't know if you'd watch it, but as I'm watching this and I'm thinking, should I just, I just suggested this to Cody and he's going to watch this. And as much as he's terrified of like, Ghostly kids and monster kids and everything. He's gonna hate this movie. Yeah. So. Well, at least the like. Okay, ghost kids. I can't really do anything about these kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I know. I'll knock well, them and, out. and and we and I did. I did. Like you, I kept thinking as I'm watching, and I kept thinking, okay, just kill the kid. kid. Just it's... punch him in the face. Kill the kid. You can escape. And then I'm thinking, well, but it's their kid. Right. So I I can kind of understand. But um I thought the ending, and again, not mm-hmm. wanting to give that away, the yeah. ending. Uh, is, you, you know, this is bad. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of, that's where you get to the end. So anyway, so I've got one more on the list and this is, this is my favorite. Um, is, I should okay. have it, putting these in order. I'll put this as number one and this is a movie and it's available on Netflix. There's no excuse not to watch it. This this is I my own favorite it too. Honestly, I love this movie. It came out in 2010 and it's called rare exports, now, this is a movie made in Finland, so there are subtitles, but you've got to trust me. I mean, I believe there is a dubbed version, uh, but it's do not good. Um, the English that is spoken in it is in English. but It starts off in English. Yes, and then you find that the people who are running the archaeological dig mm-hmm. are speaking English, but then the main characters are all Finnish, So I thought I had the wrong movie at first. I know, right? And it's all in Finnish, so it is subtitled, but trust me. It's worth it. It's totally worth it. Um, It's about a boy and his father who accidentally capture Santa Claus. They think on Santa Claus is Santa Santa. Claus on Christmas Eve. He looks like Santa Claus, Um, but he's not exactly Santa Claus. And when children in the area go missing, they realize that nothing is what it seems and then it's all connected to this archaeological dig. And I don't think I'm giving too much away to no. tell you that what they're digging up out of this mountain is the actual Santa Claus, who is not what you think he is. Right. This movie is amazing. And it is so much fun. I enjoyed it. I just loved it. And, and I promise you, this is a Christmas movie like no Christmas movie you've ever seen before. and. I call it a horror film because there are a lot of scary elements to it when you're talking about the Santa, say the Santa Claus they capture. And then the, I don't know how to say this, but the other Santa Clauses, I don't even know how to say it, but um, there's a lot going on here and there's, there's, there's dead they're slaughtered reindeer mm-hmm. uh, who is is sort of their cash crop this people who live in this village and so $85,000 <laughs> they're very stunned right exactly they're very stunned when 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 the reindeer are killed and when kids go missing and you you just you just have got to see this movie it is so much fun and the ending is so clever and yeah. everything they do and then that's what it ties back into the title the rare exports and if you have not seen this movie Really get on Netflix and watch it. Um, I liked it a lot. It will become, it will become like for me, this is, this is another movie I watch every year. It's not, I don't put it in my pantheon of, you know, love actually and all that, but I do end up watching it every year because it's so entertaining. Mm -hmm. This movie is so, and I found it by accident. I think I saw it in a magazine or something in like 2012 and I've been watching it ever since. And it's, it's just such a fun movie and it, it's definitely will be worth your time. Yeah. That's, that's where I'll leave it. So
0: I went through this list and I, Krampus was the only one that I had seen and then I watched all the others, but Rare Exports was my favorite and I went through thinking and I was like, is there any holiday movie I want to add? There's not. I don't know too many Christmas horror yeah, I, movies. I've honestly, seen, like I said, know? I've
1: seen a few others, but most of them are fairly bad. Yeah. Um. Or they're just not. They're just not worth watching. Nothing I would recommend to people. Right. You know. I mean. I think we all do this. You know. We you scroll through Netflix or Amazon Prime and you see a movie and you think, ah, eh, that doesn't look too bad. And then you turn it on and then you turn it off after 15 minutes. You yeah. know. I usually will give a movie 15 minutes. Or th- actually, there's sometimes. Well, I will turn the movie on the credits will start and I can tell someone made it at home and I don't even bother. Uh, Or, you know, the very first scene, you know, it's, it looks cheap. The actors are terrible. I'll turn it off, you know? um, Because now we're into this digital age where anybody can make a movie and literally anyone can put it on Amazon prime. You do it. It doesn't, you can see things are on Amazon prime. That doesn't mean it's good. Um, So there's a lot of garbage out there. And so there are some holiday movies that are not good. Yeah, uh, but these are these are some that I think that you can watch and not be disappointed. Yeah, I think it's for a pretty sure. solid list. You know, probably the weakest one on the list It was the was the first one I talked about, which was a Christmas horror. Story. I would I would agree you with you know, that. and it's but I think I I think I put it on the list because I like the ending yeah. so much. Yeah, you know, it was clever, it was right. smart. Um, I wish the entire movie had been as clever as that was. Yeah, it wasn't. But it's still but it still was worth sitting through. I mean, it was a movie that I didn't feel like, oh, I'm going to turn this off. I wanted to see what happened. Yeah. You know, um, so it's it's no classic, but it's worth watching. I would agree. Uh, so we're going to move on from to the our 2019
0: stuff. Yes. Yeah. To the 2019 stuff. Uh, we're going to start on a not positive. On note. a down note. Yeah. yeah talk not, about- not,
1: not totally down. These are the I wanted to talk about some movies that while I liked them, they were I don't know, there were elements about all of them that I that I liked mm-hmm. so which made it onto the list because I had high hopes for yeah. all of them. So and I think you have some too. Mm-hmm. And then I put four of them on my list and I think you probably have some other ones. Um, so let's uh, we'll start with mine. is that okay? Yep, and then absolutely. we can talk, move on to yours because sure. I think some of some of mine I don't think you hated as much as I did. And it's not even that I hated them. I I, I didn't want them. more. I wanted more. Um, they, it's not that they were bad movies and they all had good concepts. They just didn't turn out to be what I had hoped they would be. Mm-hmm. And the first one on my list is going to be, um, maybe controversial. I don't know how you feel about it. You saw it before I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I waited and watched it at home because I, I, I was going to go to the theater to see it. And then I just decided not to. And then as it turned out, I'm glad I didn't mm-hmm. um, because I need to, I'm going to watch it again at some point, but I, I had such high hopes for it because it was Ari Aster who yep. had made hereditary, which you know, anybody who listens to our podcast, who listened to our horror movie stuff, knows how much I loved Hereditary. Best horror film it was of 2018. really great. It was. It was the best movie of last year, best horror film of last year. And I've rewatched it several times. I get something new out of it every time, but I did not care for *Midsummer*. I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And, and in its defense, it's a beautiful film. Yep. It looks fantastic. I think there's nothing wrong with the direction. I just... You know, it's it's one of those things that I could tell you every single thing. And and maybe that was part of the plan, but I could see every single thing that was going to happen in this movie, Mm -hmm. because I find that most folk horror movies and there have been others. um, uh, There was one called, I want to say, Weirdwood. I'm not sure it was a hammer film came Mm -hmm. out in the early around 2010 or 11 um, but it was a folk horror movie and I've watched a lot of them because normally I like them. But, man, I mean, this was the Wicker Man start to finish. Yeah. And while the Nicolas Cage Wicker Man, which I've tried to rewatch, and that is garbage. hilarious. I mean, it is hilarious just for the bees. Yes. And Nicolas Cage in the bear suit. I mean, it's Nicolas Cage and this was at, at his hot garbage stage. Right, um, right. You know, so that movie's bad but the original is very cool the the one with edward woodward and, and christopher lee is a great film and this is pretty much that but they all are mm-hmm. so it wasn't even that um i just i just wanted more so while i thought it was a great film i was disappointed these are these are my disappointment movies mm-hmm. uh, do, do, i wanted more do you
0: think that had it not been Ari Aster and it was someone else. Do you think the bar was set too high yes, for you? absolutely.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's the biggest part of the problem is me going into it, knowing it was him and wanting it to blow me away. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. And that, I mean, that kind of thing happens. I mean, look at, you know, we talked about how you, I don't think you love it as well as I do, but I, I, I loved The Witch, you know, Robert Eggers film, but I have no, zero interest in watching The Lighthouse, even though it's making everyone's lists and it's supposed to be this great. To me, it looks like an art project Mm -hmm. and I don't even want to watch it. I probably will at some point just so I can see it. But, you know, I wanted, I wanted something else and I didn't, you know, and that's, that's on me. That's, these are my disappointments. This is not in any way to say this is a bad film or that it's, it's not, it just, it didn't, it just seemed like so many things I'd seen before Mm -hmm. and I wanted something less predictable. I wanted her to not be running around in that flower bush Yeah, because I was actually laughing out loud, watching her run around in that. And I thought, okay, this is awful. It was too bizarre at certain points. I think so too. And it could have been terrifying. Um, And I think maybe to some people it was, but, Maybe people who've never seen the Wicker Man maybe would have been terrified by this. But I mean it even the place burns at the end. It's the same story. Right. But people have never uh, taken hallucinogen. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I just um so this is not me like dogging the movie. This right. is my this is the reason for my disappointment. Sure. So well, there I think you that's go. what
0: happens when you come not not out of the gate, but you, when you hit a home run real quick, like
1: then the bar sets so high. The Blair Witch project. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Give me something good. They've done since then. A Couple of things that are OK. Exactly. But, and you yeah. actually you sent me an
0: interesting article about I did these films and uh, how hereditary paralleled uh, uh, the paranormal activity. Yeah. And, and it
1: really does. And I never that never even dawned on me. And you were kind of like not convinced by I, the article. And I'm not saying I was convinced. It had good points, but it still pissed me. But out. it had, Yeah, me too. But it did have some good points. Yeah. You know that that the storyline of Hereditary really does follow the the whole story the whole storyline of Paranormal Activity, not the first film. And that's but very fair. I it think. does I kind of. Think but but it. I don't think he had that in mind no. when he made Hereditary. No. But it does. But it does kind of follow it. And mm-hmm. um I, I I found when I watched it before I ever read the article, I thought this is Wicker Man. Mm-hmm. You know so but again, I know people love this movie and yeah. I get it. And I'm not even saying don't like it. Don't love it. Right. Um, I'm saying there are a lot of good points to it. The acting is fantastic. The, mm-hmm. the film is beautiful, but um, I was disappointed. Yeah. That's, that's all
0: I will say. Um, I was disappointed too, but I will say, you, okay. So the scene in hereditary that really made my jaw drop first. Like, I think you could probably figure out what that scene would be. It's the first crazy ass thing sure, that happens. Sure. The, the, opening of Midsommar did the same thing yeah. to me and my yeah. boss turns to me it. and we're watching he looks at me he goes what the fuck are we watching
2: <laughs> and I was like this yeah. is our through and yep. right, like, right, this, right, this right. what we're
1: doing right um anyway you want to move on to the next one sure sure um, the next one was a movie that um, it's it's a small film, and I'm going to say 90% of people listening to this have never seen it. I had, uh, but heard it just it. came out a few months ago, and the hype the trailer, the hype behind it was so big that I really expected a lot from it. And it was called uh, the movie is called Antrim, the deadliest film ever made, and it has a a lore behind it that this film was made in the 70s, and that every time it was screened somewhere terrible things happened people died theater burned theaters mm-hmm. burned down and someone had found it's a it's kind of like a found footage kind of thing but this is the film now when i watched the trailers for it when i read about it i thought it was going to have a story behind it that would be this lore of the film mm-hmm. and that the entire you know run of the film would be included in it but it would have, say, a wraparound, you know, where we're telling the story and this is these are the terrible things that happen. None of that is here. Mm. <laughs> there is there's a little at the beginning, and then they just show this really horrible film. Really? That is supposed to be Antrim, that you're supposed to watch. Right. And all of these terrible things are supposed to happen when you've watched it. But needless to say. Nothing did because mm. I'm just watching it at home on my streaming. Sure. And this one was a disappointment to me because it had a buildup months in advance. And I'd been wanting to see it because I, I like this. There are stories out there about films that, Mm -hmm. you know, have not been found or have only been screened once. And, you know, that are allegedly true stories. So I'm guessing whoever put this together had read that, but they didn't take it far enough for me. Mm -hmm. I wanted it to be I wanted that to be the story, not this terrible film about. This girl and her brother burying their dog in the woods oh. and conjuring up a demon. Cause it's, that's,
0: like, it's like a mockumentary type style. Well, thing, that's what, right.
1: No, but it but it turns out it's barely that. Oh, okay. I wanted it to be a mockumentary. I thought that would be cool. That's what the trailer says it is. I know. And then you get the real thing, and that's why I was so disappointed. Got it. So I'm going to, if you've if you've seen anything, I'm gonna guess most people haven't, mm. but this has been like this really stuck in my crawl. I really (laughs) felt misled by this movie or misled by the marketing behind it. And I was just super disappointed in it. So I ended up putting it on my list just so people won't watch it. I know that's (laughs) awful and I wish the filmmakers all the best and I hope their next movie is better, but this was, this was a load of crap because it was not what I not what they led us to believe it was going to be. It's like, having and a, I
0: was excited. It's like having a trailer for Blair Witch, but then getting Blair Witch to the book of secrets oh, yeah, or whatever, which is like that kind really of Really awful.
1: And so, yeah, that yeah. would be, that was kind of, yeah, that's a good you know, example of what switcheroo. I felt like here. Yeah. Yeah. So the third film on my list, actually the next two films on my list are ones that hurt me to put on here <laughs> because they're both Stephen King films. And I love Stephen King. I have since I was in like sixth grade. I mean, I was reading his stuff way too young to be reading it Um, and still remember my first reads of some of the Stephen King books I read. And so I've always loved him. And so I've been thrilled with this recent resurgence of King, you know, every, every so many years we go through this, you know, we went through one in the nineties. We went and we get these time periods of all this Stephen King stuff that's come back. And we're in the middle of one now. Um, I think launched by the first, um, it film. Mm -hmm. And then we've seen, you know, 1922 and Gerald's game and there's more stuff coming. You know, there's a lot more stuff coming. And one, one Stephen King out of actually two Stephen Kings out of the resurgence, made my favorites of the year. Oh yeah. And then two of them made my disappointments of the year. So the first one is, was the Pet Cemetery remake. Mm -hmm. Um, That has always been one of my favorite Stephen King books. Um, I find that it's the one, the first time I read it, and I've still gone back and reread it, but the first time I read it um, blew me out of the water. And then I didn't reread it again until I actually had a kid. Mm -hmm. When you go back and reread it as a parent, it's soul crushing. I mean, this is a horrible book to read as a parent, but- It's a great book and I know all the lore behind it that it was, you know, he was, he wrote it and then wasn't going to put it out because it was, you know, Tabitha, his wife said it was too dark. Mm. So they weren't going to put it out and they did to fulfill a contract and it's such a great, and I, the original movie, while, you know, somewhat cheesy, uh, made, you know, time period it was made, it's gonna be, you know, 89, I think, 88, 89, it came out. Um, but I love that movie, um. Only because, and you know, they have to cut so much stuff out of it. Mm -hmm. This is a, this is a a book that would be greatly served as a, but you're going to have to wait a while, but it would be greatly served as a limited run series, maybe six episodes or something, because there's so much story here. You can't tell. Um, because in every version of the films, you know, Judd, the neighbor who lives across the road, his his wife never shows up. Well, she's really important in the book, Mm. you know, but she doesn't show up in the movies because there's just no time. Right. But my issue is, is first of all, no one's going to be as scary as Zelda, the sister in the first movie, in the original film. And no one is going to play Judd Crandall better than Fred Gwynn. You're just not. Uh, He is, he is Judd from the book, yeah. you know, the way his accent, everything. I mean, he is, he is an old main guy. He's got the main accent and he's just, he's perfect for that part. Um, Dale Midkiff is fine in the original. Um, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of, of Denise Crosby. I don't think she's great, but she's okay. But mm-hmm. anyway, so the point is I see a new version is coming out and I'm not one of those people who hates remakes. I I'm, I've had remakes that I think are better than the originals. I'm, I'm, always open to a new idea of something. Um, I wasn't thrilled with the, the twist Mm -hmm. in this because I felt like I thought the story worked better. Yeah. How it was kind of unnecessary. It was unnecessary. It was just to do something different. And I get that. Um, The film looked great. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful shot. Um, You know, the, the dollars were there. The money was there to really upgrade this film and make things look better. The, you know the the burial ground, the pet cemetery looked great, the Mi'kmaq burial ground was everything was great. Um, I think John Lithgow is a fantastic that actor phenomenal. but he's not Jud Crandall to, to sure. me and maybe that's my fault. but again this is about my disappointment right. Um, I thought he was okay, but he just didn't have the heart that Fred Gwent brought to that character. Plus he didn't have a Maine accent. Yeah. I mean, you kind of have to have a Maine accent. This is a guy who's lived in Maine his whole life. Right. He's going to sound like he's from Maine and he doesn't. But anyway, I, I just was disappointed. Um, and I got a, like a ton of swag from this that you gave me a shirt. Yeah, I gave you, I got (laughs) shirts and I've still got a package of posters. I never even opened. I was Mm going to give them away at the conference. And then I saw the movie and went, Oh yeah, I don't think I'll do that. I (laughs) I don't know if anybody saw this or not, but so I've still got like the sealed package of a hundred posters for the movie. And it's just like, it's too bad. You know, it's too bad because it really could have been great. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm excited to see as much as I love, absolutely love the 93, was it 92, 93, the version of The Stand mm-hmm. that Mick Garris did, the miniseries. I love it. To me, Gary Sinise is Stu Redman. I, I, when I m- I met Gary Sinise and told him, you know, because everybody says, oh, yeah, oh, Lieutenant Dan, you know. It, but yeah. to me, I said, man, I can't even read The Stand now without seeing you. You are Stu Redman. He goes, and nobody ever tells me that. And I'm saying, man, uh-huh. I just can't. I can't get it out of my head. He's yeah. the guy. So I love the original and, but I'm looking forward to see what Josh Boone does with the next one. Yeah. You know, he's, they're going to do a a mini series of the stand for CBS. I, I subscribe to CBS all access. Well, I wanted to see the twilight zone, Jordan Peele's twilight zone. That's why I did it too. But I, I really did it because well i will already have it when the stand comes on, even if it's next year, I don't care. It's a couple of bucks a month. It's worth it. Yeah. And I'm excited to see it. You know, I'm excited to see where things go. So, I didn't want to be disappointed in this, but I was.
0: I thought it was okay, but I'd never seen the... I'm sorry, I've never watched... The, watched
1: I've never read the book. Read the book. Jeez. You've seen the original yes, film. Though. I've seen yeah. the original film. Um, so
0: I wasn't crazy disappointed. I thought it was okay. I do have a question for you, though. Yeah. Um, You, I mean, as a big Stephen King fan, is there something that hasn't been done or that hasn't been done in a long time, at least, that you would
1: like to see adapted for television? I would like to see... I don't care for, while I, I like some of the parts of it, of the original Salem's Lot mm-hmm. from the 70s, that miniseries they did, but I mean, David Soul was the lead character. And mm-hmm. then they did a remake of it in 2004, I believe, with Rob Lowe. Oh, who yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I liked that with Rutger Hauer playing, because see, in the original miniseries, they swapped the roles of the vampire and his apprentice. Uh, in the book the apprentice is bald mm-hmm. and the, the vampire is this very suave kind of, you know, guy. And they made Reggie Nalder with bald hair. He looked like Nosferatu with yeah, the yeah. rat teeth and everything. And that's completely backwards, but he's a scary image. And there's mm-hmm. some scary stuff in that miniseries, but it's not my favorite. I liked the two nighter they did for TNT. It's not available on streaming. I have a, a DVD of it. I watch every few years mm-hmm. because they um, Rutger Hauer played the vampire and I, I liked it. I thought it was good. They changed the story. They shortened it. I would like to see someone do that as like they're doing with The Stand. A yeah. real full production. Salem's Lot's always been one of my favorites. Now, I watched Castle Rock, that mm-hmm. series, and I really like it. And this year was a lot of fun. They brought in the character of a young Annie Wilkes from Misery. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I liked the first season, though. So it's kind of fun to see these characters... Who most of them are smaller characters, side characters that were in Castle Rock in the book. So I, that what I'd like to see. There's there's a few others. I would like to see a film version of Revival, which is one of my favorite books. Um, it's very Lovecraftian, but yeah. it involves like a you know like a a healing faith healing minister and and trickery and but then it gets into a lot of Lovecraftian and stuff. That I really it's a great book. I would love to see somebody do that. They've been talking about it for years. It's never been done. So um, I'm sure there are some others and I've, I know more stuff is coming Mm -hmm. uh, because again, we are still in that resurgence, although um, it has slowed down a little. Um, The, the pet cemetery thing didn't do it any favors, Mm -hmm. but then we'll talk about a couple of things more recent than that, that made my favorite list. Yeah. Uh, But I do have one more. My other disappointment, my other disappointment was in the tall grass Mm -hmm. and in all honesty, that was not something that I was like super looking forward to. Yeah. I didn't, you know, I, I read the story. Uh, it's an interesting story. It's It was co-written with Joe Hill, who I really enjoy his books too. Um, I like that Nosferatu series that AMC did based on Joe Hill's book. That was very good. That came out this fall. One thing I would love to see as far as movie adaptions go, I would love to see Heart Shaped Box okay. turned into a movie. I love that book. That is... I didn't even know Joe Hill was Stephen King's son when I first read it. Mm -hmm. I didn't know, but I thought, wow, this is a, this seems like a Stephen King book. This is great, you know? And then I find out later who Joe Hill was because he had taken, you know, changed. So he couldn't. He didn't want to cash in on his dad's name. Of course, yeah. Because, you know, Joe King was that was one of Stephen King's kids. So he took the name Joe Hill and he's, you know, of course that's what he uses, but we all know now. Plus he looks exactly like a young version of Stephen King King if you see it. Yeah, I know. But anyway, Harsha Box is one of my top 10 favorite books of all time. Really? I have read it probably 10 times. I never get tired of it. Is that where Nirvana got the name? It's, well, it came, no, it, it, he the got the way is the other way or around. Or was
0: it
1: a Negro but, and Poe thing or something? No, it's, um, well, the, that was, a, it was a Nirvana song right. and then he used it for the title. But in this particular thing, what happens is this guy is this kind of, um, he's a rock singer on kind of his waning years in popularity, but he likes to buy like haunted stuff mm-hmm. and he wins this internet auction for a dead man's suit you remember we offered a dead man's suit a couple of years I ago do. at the conference from a old funeral yes. home. And so I always said, why well, I'm glad it didn't come in a heart shaped box and not everyone gets it, but you know, people who've mm-hmm. seen it or read the book, I mean, get it. But, um, I would love to see that turned into a movie that is, it's so visual and it's mm-hmm. such a great book. So maybe one of these days, but anyway, hitting back to in the tall grass, oh, right. yeah, yeah. I had read the story originally in Esquire magazine, and then it's been reprinted in a couple of their various books. Uh, it was an okay story. I mean, it's about these people that get into the, they end up being kind of lured into this field and it's this tall grass and they get lost out there and weird stuff's happening. But, um, so obviously, obviously, you've got this short story or novella yeah, that you've got to turn, well, not that long. It's a, it's it's between, you know, a novel and a short story. It's mm-hmm. kind of falls in the middle. And like I said, it's okay, but I was kind of surprised that someone was going to do a movie of it.
0: Yeah, of um, all the things
1: they could pick. Yeah, it was the director, and I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but he did that movie Cube a few years ago. Cube. Yeah, it's a little older. <sighs> I think it had, uh, may have had, Jennifer Lopez. I don't know. I had Vincent D'Onofrio in it. It Mm -hmm. was a serial killer or something, but um, I haven't seen it in years, but I knew it was the same guy who had done that movie. And I, I don't know. I just didn't, it was okay, but it just, I don't know. I I watched it and I was kind of like, oh boy, am I underwhelmed. Yeah. This is a Stephen. So that made, that's why it made my disappointments. Now don't get me wrong. If I had been doing this podcast in 1988, of course there (laughs) were no podcasts then, I would have said, gee, graveyard shift kind of let me down, you know, about giant rats. So it's, you know, this is, this was a Stephen King thing. I had expectations and it turned into a disappointment. So there you go. That's how I made the list. um, Just because I just didn't care for it that much. So. That's anyway.
0: fair. Wait, you're talking about the cell.
1: Cell, that's okay, it. Not right. cube. It was the cell. Yes. But I'm not sure. No, no. I think this is the guy who did I think this is the guy that did cube. So I'm I'm confusing uh it's God's the is Jennifer
0: Lopez. Yeah. So
1: that did the cube did not have that, but you know what? No, I don't think that's the same guy.
0: Hmm. Uh
1: so I'm looking to see what else he's directed. Um so maybe it is the cell. Man, am I super confused now. I I, I
0: really, Cell's one of the movies I actually had. Okay, no, this
1: this guy, no, the guy that did the guy that did Cube is the guy that did those Splice movies. Oh, so I'm gonna say it was the guy who did Cell, who also did um, In the Tall Grass. Uh, Not Cell, not the one, not that really bad. When with John Cusack and and Samuel L. Jackson, that was a Stephen King. That would have in 2018, that didn't make any lists. That movie sucks. That's, wait, John that movie Cusack? Is terrible. And, really? Yeah. There was a, it's, it's based on a Stephen King book, uh, 2016, I guess. It was a Stephen King book that had, um, it was about like this signal that comes through cell phones it's don't get me wrong. You didn't miss. a wow. It's so bad. Never even seen that. Now, See, now I'm, I'm confused because I don't think that's the same guy that did it in tall grass either. So where am I getting that? I don't know. I don't know either. Cell has 11% of rotten tomatoes. Yeah. I don't know where I'm getting that. So, Um, but anyway, um, anyway, the point, (laughs) the point was, is I wasn't a big fan of in the tall grass and I wanted to be. Right. So that's, that's where I'm, uh, you know, that's where I'm going with Vincenzo Natale was a director. Yeah. Okay. So that's the guy who did in the talk. Okay. That's the same guy that did the cell. Then it is the same guy. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's the same guy.
0: Oh yeah. Um, And he did splice and cute. And so he
1: did do all that stuff. So he, okay. So that's the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I don't, I really didn't care for any of his movies. So I guess I shouldn't, I'm looking at IMDB on my, Oh God it's right there on the side. Yeah, Never yep, mind. Anyway. Anyway, but he's also doing a Joe Hill adaptation uh for Lock and Key, which is a uh comic series. So mm-hmm. I hope it's better than um in the tall grass. Right. Just didn't care for it. That's and if, that's my thing, so you know, some people may have loved it. I did not. Right. So, Vincenzo, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but come on, man. Um Well, I just didn't care for yeah, it. And it's know, not I'm, sorry, I'm not even going to blame it all on him. I it's just you've got to milk this into you know a, a short story into a full movie and that often happens yeah it's not always good True. you know so do you have some disappointments on your list I, I only had one to
0: add okay um that i wanted to talk about and that was uh curse of la Llorona. i didn't think
1: it was going to be good but it really wasn't good no i didn't think it was terrible but it certainly didn't make any of my lists. i didn't have high i didn't, I didn't, high host, I didn't but- love it I hoped it'd be good.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's the thing. I hoped it'd yeah. be good and it wasn't. So I don't want to say I was like surprised,
1: but I just wanted it to be better. Well, didn't it have like Maria Bello in it? I mean, it uh, had a, a, maybe. a pretty good cast. Oh no, Linda Cardellini. Sure. From Freaks and Geeks. That's sure. who was in it.
0: I'd, yeah. And I, I just, I feel like none of the conjuring side stories have really blown me away. I like the first like Annabelle. Well, was maybe. this,
1: was this a, um. Was this a
0: conjuring? It was. So, okay, it was, but it's like, it's like the conjuring presents or some weird shit. Oh, was Um, it really?
1: Or just the same company? uh, Let me see here.
0: It's, it's connected somehow. So the priest that's in. Uh, Annabelle
1: is in The Curse of La Llorona as, as oh. like, the way to connect well, I'll be it. Oh, darn. I didn't. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Tony Almeida that played Father Perez. Yeah, That's yes. right. I forgot about and that. And so it's like somehow no. in, it's in
0: the Conjuring universe, It is universe, connected, but it's I'll like a darned. side thing. Okay.
1: Um, so that, I don't know. Well, actually, you know, it, the funny thing is, as far as the Conjuring movies go, is I like the first one. I do not like the second one. I've tried to rewatch it, and it's so glaringly. I mean, the first one's got, I mean, it's a lot of BS because you it's just not really what happened. Though. I know. But the second one I think I really knew too much. Yeah. And it's just really horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've tried to watch it again and I just don't like it. It's really boring. But you know what though? I liked uh, and this is maybe you're gonna laugh, oh, or at God. least I, I liked the nun. Did you? Yeah, I kinda liked it. I thought mm. it was kind of cool. I didn't like the ending. That they fall apart at the end, yeah. but I thought that the um I kinda liked the the whole backstory thing to put together. I thought and the backstory was cool. As far as the Annabelle movies go, I thought the first one was uh, was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also thought the first one um, seemed like somebody had written a script. Of, I think I told you this before. I thought somebody had written a script about a haunted apartment building. And they said, hey, we need an Annabelle story. And so then they just threw Annabelle oh, in it. I didn't Do you think, see what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's really more about the building that's, almost that's than anything. True. So I, I liked it. And I thought that the um, Annabelle, the beginning or whatever Uh, origin, Annabelle origins or something, something. it was okay. Um, It was all right. But the, the new one though, well, we'll get there. It made my my list. The new one is hilarious. I see. I would have called the new one. It is. It's just fun. It's a fun, scary movie. And I would have called it uh, Annabelle Sleepover, personally, oh, instead yeah, of, right, yeah, of Annabelle Comes Home. But yeah. it was, that's a fun movie. It's silly, but it's fun.
0: Annabelle Babysitter's Club. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Um, so that, yeah, that was the only one that I had on oh, cool. my Aside mm-hmm. from, uh, I think I would have put Midsommar on there as well. Just same things you same talked thing about. Same thing
1: I talked about, yeah. But
0: uh, this is an interesting little topic you have here. This is novelty of 2019. Yeah, Walk but,
2: me you through the, this.
1: Well, what I did was, um, we, because we're supposed to be talking about films, but- streaming is funny. I mean, things are different now than they used to be. Even a few years ago. Now when you hear, you know, I can remember years ago when they'd say a movie was going direct to video, you'd go, God Mm -hmm. must be horrible. Well, now great stuff comes out. That's direct to, you know, digital. I mean, it's, it's all streaming, everything's streaming now. So there were a few things that I really liked that were completely, I guess you would call it TV, even though, I know Netflix is trying to change that with things like the Irishman and that the, the film they had last year that won, I think an Oscar for foreign language. That oh, um, the, the, the Mexican film, the black and white one. And uh, I can't Roma. Think of a, Roma. Yeah. So, I mean, so Netflix is kind of straddling this weird thing, but mm-hmm. these weren't Netflix things, but I, I wanted to include them because um, they don't fit in the film category. Well, one of them does. And I just want to mention it cause it's, it's worth watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other two things, I have two other things on here that I think are, are while television-related, sort of worth watching. Um, the first one is that Into the Dark series that Blumhouse did for Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been going for over a year now. And every month, the beginning of the month, like the first Friday of the month, they will put up a new film that is somehow themed to that month. Hmm. Um, they do like a Halloween one or they'll do a Thanksgiving one or a Christmas one. And um, I have really really enjoyed most of them, not all of them, some of them suck, but it's different directors and it is it, a chance. And it's, it's Blumhouse. I mean, they film them, you know, they film them in LA. So it's, they keep right. the cost down. So it's not a lot of money, but it, they bring a Blumhouse kind of a, uh, you know, a look to it. So yeah. they're, they're, they're quality. Yeah. They know their quality different. and they bring in different directors, a lot of women directors, which has actually been really great because you get a lot of different themes that you would not have gotten before. hmm. But um, so out of the, say, 15 that have run, I've probably really liked 10 of them. All right. And I've not hated the others. There have been a couple I didn't care for much, but I watched them anyway, Mm -hmm. because it's that in itself is worth the 10 bucks. You pay to Hulu. I mean, they, you know, and the funny thing about Hulu is they do a lot of movie releases. People don't even realize I know they come out and it's the same day they're out and they're on Hulu and they don't even advertise. They're it. not good. Like you Netflix is about They telling really people. should advertise this stuff because they put a lot of new stuff out that you could save some money buying and just mm-hmm. go watch it on Hulu. If you don't think you'll ever watch it again. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Hulu is worth it. Um, it's worth it to me. It's been worth it just for *A Handmaid's Tale* and for *Castle Rock*, mm-hmm. so that in itself is worth it. Um, I originally got it so I could see eleven twenty two sixty three, the Stephen oh, King, yeah. and I My really enjoyed King, that. Though. Yeah, so I I think it's worth it. But the end of the Dark series has been really great, and uh, the last two have been really top notch. There nice. was a Thanksgiving one in November where this woman with this out of touch family it's like a her woman and her stepkids and her stepdaughter and then a, a daughter from a previous marriage of the dad and then another kid and she decides that since they're all so out of touch they're going to hire these pilgrim reenactors to come to their house to prepare uh Thanksgiving you know in in the traditional way and they are um you know, living the characters, they don't get a break character, but it turns out they're like psychopaths oh. who are like doing human sacrifices. And it's a blast. What is this called? It, that one was called Pilgrim. Oh, okay. And it was a part of the End of the Dark series and it's from oh, last okay, month. okay, gotcha. It's from the series. And then the Christmas one from this month that was on just a couple of weeks ago um, was called, uh, doggone it, what was the name? It had Julian Sands in it. Um, and it was, well, anyway, it's the newest one. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. Um, he, um, there's these, this guy works at a business and it's real high pressure and he's trying to get a promotion and there's this douchebag that works with him that is also trying to get the same promotion. So Julian Sands plays this, uh, his like, Oh, a nasty piece of work. That's what it's called. And he is the boss and invites them to his house for Christmas and then proceeds to do this very unorthodox interview Mm -hmm. where to see how far they'll go for the job. Oh, And um, it's fantastic. Yeah, It's really good. It's very entertaining. And again, it's, it's comedy horror, which Mm -hmm. again, I always say I don't like, and then turn around and love, you know, but this particular one is, is definitely worth it. So I would recommend this to anybody who wants to go back and watch a bunch of horror films from the last year, all Mm -hmm. on Hulu, all included in the price. Now, one other thing that I have been really digging is I signed up for Apple TV mm-hmm. the Plus. There's not a lot on there right. yet, uh, but it's like three bucks. Oh. Who cares? Okay. So it's worth it for two shows. Uh, one is called For All Mankind. Is has nothing to do with horror. It is about the space race in the 60s and men on the moon, except it is an alternate history if the Soviets had gotten to the moon first. Oh, ah, okay. It's it's a good show. So it's it's worth watching. I really enjoy it. But the one thing that I, the reason that I signed up for it in the first place was for M. Night Shyamalan's series that he produces called Servant. Yeah. This is a very strange show. I've heard it's good. It is fantastic. It's really good. It's very ominous. You don't know where anything is going. You don't, when things happen, you're like, oh, what just happened? It's like that, and, and based on this, this woman and her, I could tell you this without spoiling it because this was from the very beginning. Is this man and this woman, and he's—they're both horrible, obnoxious people. He's like this chef who um, you know s- sets up restaurants and does you know TV things and everything, and his wife is on the news, and they had a baby who died at like ten months old, and to keep her, she like lost her mind and to try to bring her back um, the, the husband and her brother, who is um from Harry Potter, Rupert Gent you know, the guy oh, that played yeah. the, the redheaded guy, Ron, 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 Weasley. Ron Weasley. Yeah. Who's really great in this. And they have a fake lifelike doll that they bring in and she thinks is real. Oh God. And so, but that, changes really that's the setup but then it everything changes very quickly but they hire this nanny to come in who just goes with it and pretends that the baby is real to go along with for the mom and then by like episode three everything is completely upside down and this is a good show. Yeah. So that's right. my kind of right. novelty TV thing. And then I have one film mm-hmm. that is the novelty of the year. And I'm not going to tell you this is a great movie. I'm not. Not a lot happens, but um, this film is called The Headhunter. Mm-hmm. And it is about a monster killer during medieval times who kills monster. But this movie was made for $30,000. Damn. This is like, um, this is like Clerks where we run. I mean, they actually cost less than Clerks. Yeah. But with actual special effects and It really looks, I don't know how this guy did it, Mm -hmm. but it looks like medieval times. I mean, the the quality of this film, you're like, um, now you don't like see much of the monsters. You see some, you see them after their heads are chopped off. And so you could see where the the money was spent or not spent, but it's, it's, he, he kills monsters out of revenge for his daughter's death. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is definitely a novelty and it's available on Shudder right now. Yeah and um it's it's interesting and it's it was i did not get bored it's not long it's mm-hmm. like an hour and 10 minutes or something so it's not long yeah. but it is um it's a cool movie you're the second person really to is. tell me about yeah this it's one. it's it's really unusual and just for the fact of the way that it was made mm-hmm. it's worth watching
0: yeah and for i mean for people that aren't I don't know, in the industry, whatever, don't know. $30,000, You
1: no one talks no. about movies that are made no, for no, thirty grand. No. You don't make a no. movie for $30,000. No, you don't, and it's impossible. I mean, actually, and Clerks in, what year did that come out? 92, 93? Something like that. Cost more than that. Yeah. Um, it was Kevin Smith borrowing money from his, his yeah, and relatives using and using all of his credit cards and the place he worked at to yeah. make this movie. Right. And it costs more than that. That's ridiculous. Um, so it's insane, but- it's worth watching this movie. I mean, I know that we can do things cheaper now with digital and that kind of, but not 30,000. No, that's, that's tough. It's crazy. And, but the movie is interesting. Mm -hmm. So it's a novelty and it was uh, this year novelty. So I thought it was worth sticking it on our list. Perfect. Just to, just to, to talk about.
0: Well, I had one that I don't know if it would fall under novelty or favorites. Honestly, I think it's kind of both for me, but Mm -hmm. I I wanted to ask you this when we were downstairs, but I was like, you know, I'm just going to wait until talk about it on the podcast. But, Did you see Parasite? Mm,
1: Not yet. It's on my list, but I've been waiting for it to come out so I can see it at home. There Mm -hmm. is no one around me showing it. So I'm going to have to wait till it's available streaming. Right. I would like to see it. Mm-hmm. It's on my list. It's it's in my queue, mm-hmm. but it's not available yet. Right. So I, I pre-ordered it, And okay. I'm going to watch it when it comes out. Sure.
0: Well, I will give no spoilers,
1: and I'll tell people don't- but tell me tell me uh, a little about oh, it. Sure, and I'll tell uh, yeah. people
0: don't Google it because spoilers pop up, and it sucks. Yeah, yeah. And you wanna uh, know- yeah, I don't want to know yeah. anything and you other than to, how great
1: it's supposed
2: wanna
0: to be. You want to know nothing yeah. going into it, but uh, everybody basically told me the same thing. They said, hey, it's amazing. You don't need to know anything. Just go into it and watch it. Um, and it is, it's a foreign film, so there's subtitles, right. uh, but it, it's kind of one of those things where it starts off as one thing you think, you know, what's going on and
1: then it flips on its head. Like the invitation. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah which would, is one of my favorite films. And we talked about that in a couple of podcasts we did. ago. I, it's, it's, I love a, that movie. it's a lot like that, but yeah, uh, I got that vibe from what, what little a, I've seen. That's actually you know. a, a
0: really fair kind of film to compare okay. it to. Um, but I think in parasite it takes longer to realize something's fucked up compared to the invitation okay um because it it, it, when i was listening to people um they were talking about uh, talking about the film and they said i this film switches genres like three times wow and they said normally it's hard enough to do that once and not have it be terrible but like this does it pretty seamlessly um and then there's a lot of like uh, bigger picture social issues that you realize afterwards that the film's trying to kind of talk about. Um, but yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. Um, okay, great. It, I I'm wasn't hundred percent
1: sold at first. And then by the end of it, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, that was great. Great. Okay. Good deal. Cause I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Uh, but it just, I mean, it hasn't, I've, A lot of that stuff, I got to wait till, sometimes they'll have something in Springfield, but not usually. I I mean, it's usually, I I don't have the option. I
0: saw it in De Pere, like a Saturday morning,
1: because that was like the only time I could find it, do it, and it was like, yeah, it was a weird thing. Yeah, you're lucky with access to St. Louis, there's a lot more theaters, and so you can see some of the oddball stuff, I've got to wait for it. But then stuff will come up and pop up that suddenly, like in Fabric... Mm. which I watched the other night I didn't think and I've heard of that. we could put that on a, we could put that in this novelty yeah? list. This is a movie. Yeah, um, this is a movie and I had been hearing about it and I had put it in my queue and suddenly it just became available. I thought it was going to be theater only and it's, mm-hmm. I guess it's been out on the festival circus circus circuit for a <laughs> while. A yeah. But it's now becoming available and um, what an odd film. Yeah. Um, What's it but about? it's about this dress that people buy it at a department store, which is the department store itself is completely insane. Uh-huh. And then it ends up in a, like at a retail, like a resale shop. And then it goes through, it goes, it's almost like an anthology story, except it's not broken up into separate. It okay. just sort of runs from one into the other. And it's about this dress that causes destruction in the lives of the people who end up with it. Interesting. So it's an interesting story. We don't know if it's a ghost, or if it's cursed or what, because it's never really explained. Oh, all right. And so I, I posted when I was watching it the other night and I kind of posted, I don't really know what to think of this movie, yeah. Um. but it's definitely one of those ones that you'll have to think about. Mm-hmm. I mean, the exciting thing for me is I was watching the credits and a friend of mine, uh, sound, my friend Rob from, it lives in England and mm-hmm. he was, it's a British film and he was, uh, the sound engineer on it and his name came up in the opening credits, which normally you see that stuff at the end and who takes to watch, but then there's Rob Entwistle on there and I'm like, Hey, I know that guy, you know? So that was cool. And then, but the movie is very strange Mm -hmm. and it is, um, sort of genre shifting because the original, the first section is just sort of a family drama kind of thing until something really bad happens. Um, and then you start to get the the background scenes of the weird shit that's going on in this department store with these crazy people that work there. And it's it's very um, it's very surreal. Mm-hmm. It's very like surreal 1970s. It has a very the, all the stuff in the department store especially has a very 1970s kind of look to it. it's just a very odd film.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but it's called in fabric and, uh, um, where can you watch it? I, I got it from uh you can rent it or buy it from Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's available now. Um, and it's, I would recommend renting it. Mm-hmm. Um, I own it. Thank goodness. Yeah. Um, uh, but cause I usually will just jump right in and buy them. Yeah. Uh, not always, but sometimes. And I read so many rave reviews about this and I went ahead and bought it. And then I kind of wished, well, I kind of wish I would have rented that, but whatever Um, you know, it's $5 more or whatever. But um, so, you know, I I would approach it cautiously Mm -hmm. um, because it is very, very, very strange. Yeah. Um, But it's interesting. And well, here's the thing. I'm still thinking about it. You're right. right. So I they guess it, it left an impression on me. You know, yeah. it's like me selling, telling you that I was disappointed in Midsummer, but I thought about it a lot. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how this movie is. I'm 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 still thinking about it. Um, I I I don't know if I'll ever watch it again, right. but I might someday. I might. So well, I have that option. There so you, you know, but I, I don't know. So we'll see. All
0: right, so we've talked about some disappointments. We've talked about some novelty things. Let's talk about our
1: favorites of 2019. Yes, and I didn't put these in order. I, I actually didn't put the Christmas, the holiday horror movies in order, but then I decided to do them in order right. on the fly. But I don't want to do these okay. as any particular order. These are just, these I picked nine movies. Mm-hmm. And then, as one does. Because, well, I know, it's just how it worked <laughs> out. Well, because I had a few that I liked- that are worth recommending, but they just weren't as good as the other nine. Mm-hmm. So really I have 13, which do, is, is fitting. So do, you, I have a nice do you have round 13. a number
0: one though? Out of all of these, if you do, could, will you tell me when we get yes, to it? I will. Okay. I will. Why cool. don't I
1: do that? Well, actually, you know what? Why don't I just save the number one for last? Yeah, I'll that. just do that. That's how I did it with um, rare Perfect. exports. So I'll just save it for last out of all of these. Okay. Um, yeah, I can do that all for right. sure. Yeah. Well, then just start with. I've don't, don't got know what some it is. too. So do you want to do you want to bounce back and forth with mine or I know you've got I know you don't love all of the ones that I picked.
0: No, I think you should just go through this list and then I'll just give my commentary on whether. But do you I have some though? No,
1: I didn't add anything. to Oh, this. you didn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, nope. okay. I didn't know. If nothing, I didn't know if anything, sure. I had a smaller list than you did. That's within your list. This was a little tough this year. Yeah. I, I there's some good movies and I think the things I put on my list were all things I really liked. But mm-hmm. this was not. I don't know, maybe we got spoiled the year before, Mm. you know, we had hereditary and, and there was some other stuff that we, that I really praised. I mean, some really great stuff because wasn't technically wasn't 2018. Wasn't that, um, the, um, autopsy of Jane Doe. Didn't that fit in there? Oh yeah. Wide release. And so, you know, I had some stuff I just absolutely loved in 2018. Mm -hmm. This year was a little tougher. Um, but I had some stuff that I did really enjoy. Well, and a few of these i loved. Well, so 2019 so, was, it was honestly not great for movies.
0: In until, general. Until like the fall, there's yes. been some really good there's stuff some coming out. Stuff. And there's been, I mean, you know, Endgame and other big things that came, Joker mm-hmm. things that came out. But it really was very disappointing overall it until was. the I end. I think box well, office was
1: tough this year. Yeah. And yeah, especially for horror. But I think box office across the board yeah. was pretty tough this year. For I sure. think, um, you know, I think the few Big Tentpole movies is what what made the studios flush yeah. this year and all the streaming services that everybody's launching I think they're getting a lot of their money back Disney plus yeah and you know the Disney Fox buyout and that kind of stuff I think it's been a weird year
0: do you think it do you, you think know? it was just a down year or do you think that with the surge of streaming services do you think we're going to see this kind of thing more and more that movie theaters just will be a novelty I
1: think we will see more of a balance mm-hmm. between theaters and streaming services okay I, I think I really do I mean we're gonna see before this year's but by, by the time everybody hears, Here's this on Christmas Eve. Uh, the The final Star Wars film will yep. have been out uh, a couple of days ago, I guess. I think from it's twentieth. Yeah. Okay, so they'll they'll hear this because I mean, spoiler alert: we're not recording this on Christmas Eve. Right. We're just putting it out there for you guys on Christmas Eve. But um, I see people it Tuesday, will, and that's gonna be that's gonna be a big um, that's gonna be a big tentpole for mm-hmm. the year. That's gonna save. Well, else I got to save Disney, but it's going to put them at, at the end oh, of the year with a ton of money. $850 million, if yeah. not a billion. Yeah, it's going to be a huge amount of money. I mean, you know, and Frozen 2, mm-hmm. which I haven't seen the first one, but, you know, it's, I know how big some of this right. stuff is. And like you said, Endgame, you know, there was some big stuff that Spider-Man film that came out yep. far from yep. home. Um, so I know there was some big stuff, but yeah, as far as horror goes, I find when I look at my list- um, there are a couple of these that I would call big movies. Mm-hmm. None of the rest of them are. Um, there mm-hmm. were no huge except for two that I can see off the top of my list. Yeah. Two big releases. I agree. Uh, this year. I the others we'll, were smaller and some did really well. I think we'll agree. But yeah. I think that, you know, none of these are are huge. Right. Well, let's, let's dive into yes. the first one. Yeah. Let's, let's start with a movie that um, I've, I've mentioned a couple of times to people. Um, It was actually a 2018 release, but it was only on the festival circuit. And then in 2019 it hit wide and I have mentioned this movie and it is called incident in a ghost land. And it is available on shutter and on Amazon because this is a movie that as soon as I watched it, I went and bought it. Yeah. Okay. Because I knew that I was going to want to watch this over again. And I have, I've watched it a couple of times since then. And I find this to be a somewhat flawless horror film. I D- do tell, love I this watched movie. It, last night it blew me away when I first saw it. Um, now, now I know the big twist. Mm-hmm. There's a huge, huge twist in this yes. movie, which I don't want to give away. But um, the the basic description is a mother of two inherits a house. Like, was it like? An old grandmother or something Something like that. Um, So they move into this old house in the middle of nowhere. And there is this these intruders who show up on the very first night they're there um, causing them to have to fight for their lives. Mm -hmm. And then 16 years later, the daughters reunite at the house and then things get really strange. And then everything I told you is pretty much a lie. Yes. So we'll just go with that because that's the official description in the movie, which tells you nothing Yeah, of how that's
0: what, that's what wisty
1: this movie is. You need to go into this expecting nothing because nothing will be what it seems. Yeah. I just, I don't know why this movie just blew me away when I, I it had been recommended mm-hmm. uh, in a couple of places, uh, a couple of podcasts, a couple of articles I'd read that had recommended the movie. I thought it was a weird title because wasn't there a movie that came out a few years ago that had like um it was hmm. called like Ghostland or something uh, wasn't there something else I no no hmm. no i'm thinking i'm thinking that there was a movie with um thor birch that was oh. called like Ghostland or something um uh, maybe may- not maybe. maybe i'm thinking of something else uh but i could have swore it was something like that it was about comic books or something and I don't know. Maybe that's not what it was You're called. You're not thinking but
0: Adventureland. That was a theme park no, kind of thing. No,
1: yeah, no, it's not that. It was um, something about, I, I thought it was something about comic books, but Ghost World oh, Ghost is the name World. of that movie. And so I saw that and I thought, well, I really wasn't expecting much. And uh, then I got this. Yeah. And I... I don't know you. You, I'm, I'm getting the vibe. You don't like it as well as I okay, do. Well, but I think this movie is phenomenal. Here's
0: what I want to say. Um, first off, again, I'm shocked that you loved it. I liked it. Yeah. I didn't love it. But I'm shocked that you loved it. Uh, I will say the title is very misleading. Yes, it is. Um, it has
1: nothing to do with the movie. I thought yeah. that
0: the twist was great. Um, I hate home invasion
1: stuff because. Oh, see, I like the strangers.
0: Well, no, and strangers is one of I put the it on sequel. my. No, no, *Pray at Night's fucking this bullshit. Is bad. I put, I know I put Strangers um, on the top 10 scariest horror movies of all time, be- yeah. but because I hate home invasions because that is a real thing. Well, yes. Good point. Good point. Although
1: it, this one's a little beyond the norm. Oh, uh, wait, but absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. But I, I see your point. I, I hate that because saying.
0: it's just, it's too close to home, right? It like is. it's very real. It is.
1: I have a Glock next to my bed for when, a when it's a horror film that is something that could happen in real life. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand what you're saying. Right. With that. But there's nothing against the movie or anything. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I but get it.
0: I liked it a lot. The twist uh, fucked me up. Definitely. Yeah. I, I oh, did yeah. not see it coming. I was uh-uh. like, why does it have this title? Um, I would definitely, definitely say check this movie out if you yeah. like horror movies. Uh, came out of nowhere. You're the only person that I've ever heard talk about it. Um, I checked it out. Definitely, if you like horror movies, check this one out because it will throw you for a fucking
1: loop. Yeah, it was it was for me this year. And maybe I was Maybe I was desperately searching for something that compared to me like Autopsy of Jane Doe or Hereditary. I Mm -hmm. needed a movie this year that blew me away and this became it. Okay. For whatever reason, this is the movie that blew me away. Mm -hmm. Um, And I saw a lot of other movies. I mean, I see a lot of movies and I see a lot of horror films and I've got some I really like. But for some reason, this movie just did it just really worked for me and i just found it terrifying
0: this is probably i would say biggest twist of the year oh yeah for for sure sure. um but i but i also to be fair i wouldn't put it in the same ballpark as hereditary
1: no i'm not saying it was i'm not saying it's the same as hereditary but i was looking for for something. (laughs) yeah i was looking for something that would really grab me and blow me away and this one did i mean i would not i wouldn't put it in the same category, but I really did love this movie. Sure. Yeah. I just thought it was really great and it's really unusual and it's something that, well, again, small movie. I mean, it's an independent film mm-hmm. that most people have never seen. Yeah. And I have done my best to try to push it out there to people, but everyone that I know that watches it really likes it. Yeah. Once they see it. And I think it's really scary and I don't know. I just love this movie. It I really, it's great.
0: it really brings about, if, if you've listened to this show for a while, then you will understand this, but I'm not going to spoil anything. But it brings it brings to the surface one of my greatest fears that I've talked about on the podcast. I'm not going to say what it is, but if you know the show, then you yeah, will understand yeah. once you watch the movie. True. That is true. Um, and we can talk about that more later. Yes. But anyway, uh, I don't. So I don't know what your number one's going to be. So I don't want to move through this list. So you oh, need okay, to, you need okay. To do so the stuff.
1: next one I put on the list is Ready or Not, which came out this fall. Okay, and this is again. It goes back to that. Oh, I hate horror comedies. So I did not go see this right. and then it came out and I thought, well, what the heck, you You're know, very it's supposed, self-aware to, now. It's really supposed to be great. Uh, I should watch it. And I, I just thought this was, this movie is a blast. I fucking love this movie. It is so good. It's so entertaining. It's so, it's funny, but it's, you know, it's, it's edgy your seat too. Mm-hmm. Even though, I mean, I, I guess the, uh, what I think about with this movie is it's kind of like the equivalent of a, uh Bugs Bunny cartoon. And if so? if everyone in this family that's trying to kill this girl, okay, we should give it. if you haven't seen it, here's the thing. Um on Are you gonna spoil anything? No, I'm not. Okay. But on on the wedding day of anyone who marries into this family who made their fortune, they're these very rich, eccentric people, and they won. You know, they they made their money from games, Mm -hmm. from board games, card games, you know, novelty games. You get
0: that from the trailer. Right, right. That's what I'm trying
1: not to spoil anything. So um, and this girl marries into it. So on her wedding night, they have to draw a card and play a particular game. And in this case, they have to play hide and go seek. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that I will tell you without going any further is that they are actually Um, taking this very, very seriously, and um, they're trying to kill her. Yeah. And she has to elude them until dawn. Um, So, but I guess my point is, the reason I said I compared it to a Bugs Bunny cartoon is if the entire family was Elmer Fudd. Oh, yeah. And they were chasing her, and she was Bugs Bunny, because she's very... Uh, Samara Weaving is is she's got those big eyes. She's mm. kind of cartoonish looking Sh- anyway, Sure. and all of the characters are very cartoonish as far as these oh, right. crazy, eccentric, you know, um, rich people who are, yes. are completely insane for the most part, right. or so, they're so you know pill poppers, or they're all something. They're they're, they're all these damaged That's fair. rich people, and so the whole thing is is you know is a uh, hard to believe it's a bugs bunny with blood yeah you have to suspend your disbelief and if every time elmer fudd fired his shotgun someone actually died right yes. and in a in the cartoon um but not bugs bunny yes um so but yeah it's um but it's it is a fun movie and right. it's there's more to it than that and there's a nice ending yeah, that i'm not going to give away uh but I, I really like this movie Did you and uh, You told me how much you liked it after I told you I had finally seen it. So, yeah. So this was, this is in my top 10 for the year, yes, not horror, just top yeah, 10 of yeah, the year. I would agree with that. Um,
0: I don't, we don't have to dive into this, but I'm just curious. Did you, did you see the ending coming mm-hmm. for what it was? I didn't either. I did not. I didn't no, either. No, I did not. And that's probably one of the reasons I really loved it. Yeah. And it's, it's in this new, not a new genre, but there's something with like uh ready or not knives out clue yes. of like. Yes. Old mansion yes. movie, yeah. you know, what I, With you know, the know the what I mean? Eccentric
1: characters and yeah, yeah. it is. I, I've noticed that too, uh, because you know, Knives Out, which I have not seen yet. Uh, I've I heard, liked it. I've, I didn't heard love it. I've heard good things, and then I've heard you. You said you kind of liked it, but it wasn't great. And I've kind of heard both things. Yeah. I'm sure I'll see it when when it you know it's available streaming sure. and I'll watch it at home. But, um, but yeah, it is. It's definitely a genre. It's right. not. It's not a new one though, because I mean, we can go all the way back to like the 1920s and the Mm -hmm. cat in the canary, it's the same story of, you know, you've got the old mansion and then someone comes and, you know, it's, well, it's house on on haunted hill. Right. Okay. You know, so this, this genre has been around forever, but suddenly we're seeing like kind of a resurgence of this genre, you know, with the, with the big house and stuff. But like you said, it's clue, you know, it's essentially it's clue. Um, so yeah, me too. And so it is, um, it's a fun genre, even if you know where it's going. Mm-hmm. And then when you don't know, like, I really didn't know where this was going to nope. go nope. at all. Uh, so, yeah, the ending itself, it's kind of like me recommending that Christmas movie earlier where, yeah, it was, it was okay, but the ending was great. Well, this is actually really good all the way through and the ending is yes. great. Or at least it surprises you. Sure. It definitely surprises it's you. It's
0: brutal, too, oh, yeah. at some Te- points. For sure.
1: Oh, yeah, sure. I don't
0: want to dive into it, but ex- what you think is going to happen happens and it
1: looks painful as hell well except mostly it happens to the staff well yeah (laughs) which is actually pretty funny i mean you don't want to be you don't want to talk about people's (laughs) hurting their face blown off as funny but it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's know, the it, way it's done. It's, it's very dark, it's dark humor. humor it's, you know, you it, love dark I d- humor. Apparently movie. I do. Uh, um, I just didn't think I did. So
0: I would have guessed actually that that was going to be one of your top ones. That's why it, I didn't it is. say it's it. It's on
1: the list, well, the, okay, but, but I, it's not number one. Oh, okay. So you're but only saving. These, these are out of order. So you're only saving number
0: one. I'm though, only saving
1: these. number one. The rest of these are just ones Got that I put on the list because they have, were my favorites. I would have guessed that that was going to be number one. So now I'm really interested it's not number one. It's it's pretty high on the list, but it's not number one. Cool. So that was Ready or Not. Let's move on to the next one. So the next one, no one has seen. I promise you, no one has seen this movie. But um, I put this in sort of the same genre. You remember how much I like It Follows. Yeah. Okay, this is not as clever or as cool as that, but it's called Polaroid. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to guess there was some name checking here going on with the company, but Although Shutter, I'm not sure, Polaroid. I'm not sure I would have, if I was Polaroid, although I know they're trying to make a comeback mm-hmm. as a novelty hipster thing. I'm not sure I would have wanted it on this particular movie because right. it's about a serial killer who took Polaroids of his victims. Right. Um, and it's, it's about it. It's, I know you're going to look at me. No, and, I, I know tra- you've I you watched seen a tra- it. Tra- okay, I watched the trailer. So you like haven't it. seen the movie, but you're going to look at me like I'm nuts, but. This is about a cursed Polaroid camera. Yes. I can't believe you love this. Movie. I liked so it. Confused. I really liked it. I know, but
0: I didn't see the movie said, though. Fair, Slim fair Pickens
1: <laughs> this year. Okay. how but did you hear about this movie? I watched the trailer and it oh. just, I thought, well, this looks kind of cool. And it was like eight bucks. Huh. So I thought, well, what the heck? I mean, it's it, the, the trailer looks good. The kids are all good actors. I mean, there there no one. I, there may be one person I recognized, but I, yeah, that's the same way I was with It Follows. I don't think I recognized anybody in that that's, movie. That's it's true. all teenagers, and that is you know that is one of my favorite films of the last twenty years. I think that's a very ominous, terrifying movie because it's so unusual. This mm-hmm. at least they give a backstory to, which maybe takes some of the strangeness out of it but i i don't know why but i this movie really appealed to me i just really liked it something about that like you said shutter something about that genre of cameras and film or something i really like i um i like the original shutter the japanese version
0: something
1: like that no um that was a that was the cell phone thing oh, and the, I the original like a static the something. original one was the japanese one of pulse is pretty good the mm-hmm. remake was terrible but shutter the original is good and i actually like the remake even better really um i, I really I liked about the that. remake on that one but this isn't a this isn't a remake of anything it was i mean it's this is like the
0: ring, essentially. I guess, kind camera. of,
1: but with a Polaroid and, you know, when you, you take, if you get somebody's, I don't want to give away the whole thing. Someone might well, watch, watch it. You watch the
0: trailer. Yeah. And you, know you, you kind of
1: get that, you know, you take a photo of, of someone and then something happens to them. Yeah. And then if something happens to the actual image, the picture, the people die. It sets on fire. Um, so yeah, there's a girl who actually catches on fire in the because trailers. they tried to break it. Yeah. It's in the trailer. So we're not giving anything away, but. Um, I like this movie. It mm-hmm. has a, a bit of a twist at the end when you Ooh, find okay. out what's going on with the who the serial killer was and the the backstory behind it. Um, I just like this movie. Yeah, like I said, it was um, it was a tough year. You know, there <laughs> right. weren't there weren't a lot of great options, but that one stood out for me for That's whatever fair. reason. It stood out. All right, so Notes, I liked. Just a note:
0: Judge Free Zone right. over right. here. Right. Uh, You want to move on to the next one? Sure. That was Polaroid. Yes. And
1: and the next one on the list for me was Crawl. And I think you put that on your list too. Or you would have it on your list. So, okay. Did you not love the movie? I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. This is is very interesting. I've watched it twice already. I I gave it four out of five
0: stars, which is great, right? Sure. And it ended up, when I look at all the numbers, it ends up being probably in my top 10 of the year. I'm not going to put it in my top 10 of the year, but. Statistically it should be, but like I don't understand why I and everyone else loved it. The CGI is bad. It's not great. This woman cannot outswim fucking alligators. And she does. Why do I like it? I don't know. I
1: love it too. Why why does she hide in a shower? And the alligator can't bust yes. through the shower, yes. but she can tear up the floorboards in the kitchen with her bare hands. Doesn't none of, none makes of it sense. makes sense? Like you said, I, I I knew from the very beginning when I saw her in the pool. Oh, she's going to She out-swim. was this racer that she's going to outswim. Yes. So everything about this movie is. Things that you've seen before. It's tropes we know. Yeah, it's we all stuff that we know. But for some reason, it all puts it together. It's so much good. It's so good. William Sanderson, is that, that's who plays the dad, right? Is that, uh, is that dude from Shawshank? Yes. Who talks about, who, he says, he's looking through the books, and this is always my favorite line. He's looking through the books and he says, um, what's this one? The Count of Monte Crisco. By Alexandre dumbass. That's always like my, my favorite line, and right. I'm pretty sure that's William Sanderson. But he play, He's in lots of stuff. I mean, he's in. He's oh, in. Yeah. Um, I've seen him um, everywhere. The uh, The Mist, which is one of my favorite Stephen King ad- adaptations. Oh, you know what? It's not William Sanderson. It's Barry Pepper. Oh yeah, yeah. Plays is. the Pepper dad. It's sni- just he's a sniper. I'm not used to. I'm not used to Barry Pepper being old enough to be someone that age's dad. Right. But he is. It's he, just I see him as. Saving Private Ryan. Right. You, you so know, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Can I tell you the reminds me of my one,
0: least guess. favorite part of this movie is like I understand why it has to happen, but I don't give a fuck about the relationship between the dad and the dog. Oh no, that see, took I did. Me I thought it, it was all right. No, well, I kind of like kids. It. I don't know, yeah, I guess. I, was, I, I thought it was good. I, I liked I, it. I thought it, it felt like it took me out of it. I was like, I okay, I get it, it's troubled, whatever. Like, see,
1: but, I was less interested in the um, people that were you know robbing the convenience store. <laughs> I could, I mean you know, I did not care about those people at all. Right. Other than I got a big laugh out of it, yeah. you know, but other than that, I did not care about them. I was just kind of like dry. It was driving me crazy that no one could find them. I, I don't know. Why do we, why do we love this movie? This but is- I did. It was so much fun. You know, I think it's just because it is the perfect popcorn movie. That's what we've always called this. Mm. Just an escape movie. Yeah. It doesn't have to be deep. It doesn't have to be anything, but it's so much fun to watch. Like a Michael Bay movie? Yeah, I guess you know it's it's Bad Boys, except with alligators. Right. I mean, there is nothing redeeming about those movies. They are dumb, right? But they're fun to watch, right? You know. But here, here's the
0: thing: I want to take it to the next. It's level. The Rock. I want to take it to the next Speaking level, though. Speaking of Nicolas
1: though, Cage from earlier episodes, to, uh,
0: call yeah, callback. I want to take it to the next level, though. This was Quentin Tarantino's
1: second favorite movie of the year. Yeah. Well, yeah, but.
0: He's a fucking not tour filmmaker. Like this, and, and this I, wasn't good. I could go back and, and forth on
1: it. Quentin Tarantino. Well, he's got
0: uh, is a hit I or mean, miss.
1: You know, yeah. So,
0: but come, I mean, but I don't. I don't understand. know. I don't get
1: it either. But um, but I, I but I, I, like I it. but I really liked it. I do too. I and thought I, it was great. It was a lot of fun. On paper, I and hate it, but I really liked it. I think that um, this director, who I like, um, he's the guy that, and I was going to bring this up mm-hmm. earlier when we were talking about a twist. Yeah. In a movie, when something happens that really changes the movie, like incident in a ghost land, yeah. I was gonna refer back to High Tension. Have you seen High Tension? High it's a French tension. film. Alexander Aja Aja Aja, I think is his name. This mm-hmm. is the guy that directed this. Um, who's who's mostly done pretty small movies? He did the Hills Have Eyes remakes, oh, which yeah. I like. Yeah. Uh, but he did High Tension about the serial killer that's after the girl that's um he kidnaps a girl in this like crazy van. It's a French film. And, mm, I don't think i Okay, seen it. well, you need to watch it yeah. because it's one of those movies that's got this sudden um, sudden change that throws you off completely that you did not see coming. Mm-hmm. And um, so he's really only done fairly small films. And, and for whatever reason, Sam Raimi produced this. Oh, great! Okay. And he, he picked him to do this movie. So he must have seen something in him. And I, as it turns out, I, I like his earlier movies, but probably- on the same scale that I liked crawl, right? They're very entertaining. You know the the Hills Have Eyes remake, entertaining, brutal, but brutal entertaining, but fun to watch. Um, I like them better than the original ones. Really, I like them better than the Wes Craven ones. But I, I'm sure that's sacrilege to somebody. But I like them better. Meh. And so this was the same kind of movie, but it's just I don't know. It's super entertaining. I know, I know. And yeah, the CGI is not great. It's it's, not. it's great until they get outside. Yeah when the alligators are in the basement mm-hmm. that's did well, you not I, jump I, about 30 times oh no, i th- mean i think i kept my feet off the floor because i was afraid the alligator alligator would get me i
0: jumped but I, I think the <laughs> first time i saw one i think i thought that looked bad too but i don't know i still gave it a 4 out of 5 and i yeah. i rarely do that yeah, for most yeah. movies especially this but I, mean, I don't know something about it works i, know. Something I just about don't it, get everything, it. everything it's the combination of everything i think, I think it that is. really works the sum of the whole I know. Of the parts yeah i know um, all right. What are we, what else? So okay. Crawl. So what are we, what yes. Do we so,
1: okay. So let's move on to, um, earlier we were talking about disappointments. Let me move on to a Stephen King movie that worked, mm-hmm. which was it chapter two. Yes. Okay. It, I, I liked the first one, but here's the funny thing is that when I read the book now, I'm not a huge fan of the 1990 miniseries. And mm. I know there are people who just think that is the shit. And I get it, Tim Curry's very scary, but I also think that Bill Sarsgaard is very scary as Pennywise. So I really, I liked the first one. Mm-hmm. And I've, reading the book, always liked the flashback stuff with the kids better than the adults. Okay. Always. So when I saw that the way they were gonna split this up, because it's always done in the book and in the, the, the old miniseries, they always did it back and forth. Mm-hmm. And when I heard they were going to do chapter one and chapter two, one was going to be the kids and one was going to be the adults. I thought, do I even really want to watch the the adults? Okay, so. But the way they did this, they did use a lot of flashbacks Mm because I I knew that they They really did. They filmed it like right away because they They were afraid these kids were going to get too old and And they would have grown too much. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I was really glad they did it that way. However, I thought that the adult versions of everybody were great. Mm -hmm. Everybody was great. Um, Jessica Chastain, that could have been anybody. As far as I'm concerned, she was take it or leave it. And I kind of felt this, even though I like her, and I kind of felt the same way about... the guy that played James McAvoy. B- James McAvoy. I, I think he's a great actor, but that could have been somebody else and it would have been fine. And not that he didn't do a good job, he did, but right. it wasn't necessary to have a name because except for Bill Hader, no one else was well-known mm-hmm. in that cast. Bill Hader was
0: perfect. He was, great. He,
1: was, he was Richie. And I mean, that was like, not only do they look alike, but the way he acted was perfect. Mm-hmm. And I thought the kid that played Eddie, who was... He was our buddy, our deputy buddy from Sinister Part oh, 2. right. I thought he I was great. I can't either, but he was great. And with I deputy thought everybody So-and-so. was great. And so I thought that they did a really good job with, with bringing the adults. My only complaint, well, I actually have two small complaints. As much as I love the movie, mm-hmm. it seemed like there's a lot of, even though this movie is three hours long. It is. It seemed like there was a lot of stuff missing through the early and middle part of it. Mm-hmm. It's like stuff got cut off too fast yeah. and didn't get a chance to build no from the book. And I've heard there's a lot more footage mm-hmm. and I've heard they have talked about doing one long super cut yes. of both things with a lot of that footage put back in. Now yep. if they do. I'm on it. I'm, I'm yeah. all for it. I'll watch a six and a half hour. Because thing. I felt that there, I would have watched more of yeah. this one because I felt like there was a lot of story that didn't get told. Now, then here's my complaint. Now, as I said, in the early part, and the middle part, I felt there was footage missing. This had the, what I like to call the Lord of the Rings problem. Okay. Lord of the Rings has 20 endings. Mm. There's like 10 places where that movie could have ended and none of them do. Yeah. Because everyone needed an ending for Lord of the Rings. And I have, well, I got a lot of problems. I, I, while I enjoy, I don't, never read the books, but I like the movies, mm-hmm. but it's a lot of walking. And, yes. we're gonna walk so and we're going to walk. And we're going to walk some There's a lot of walking. Yes. Okay. So let's, let's steer clear of that. But this, it had too many endings. There were too many battles mm-hmm. that, that should have been the end because there were several points where the giant Pettywise just should have killed them. Right. And didn't for whatever reason. And I also felt that the, it, it was, they had a hard time translating the story from the book of how they finally dispatched Pennywise it's a weird thing it is it is weird and it's really hard to do without a huge and they did some and and I thought the way they handled it with with uh Mike kind of drugging Bill and that was (laughs) the best way to handle all that expository that you needed to explain how they got rid of this thing you know and I liked all that but You know, then when you get to the end, it's really hard to visually make that work Mm -hmm. where it works great in a book, harder to do on screen. I mean, it worked, they did it, but that movie had too many, it had too many endings. Kind of anticlimactic. It did. It did. But on the other hand, I still really liked it. I thought it was really well done, beautifully done. Everybody was great. And it's 2019. So you got to go with what works. Right. So there you go. Um, but I, I did like it and, uh, I know you've seen it too. So yeah, I, yeah.
0: I, I, so I love the first one. Like the second one. Really? Is what i was say. I'm the other way around. Um, I yeah. love the
1: second one more than the right. first one. And that surprised me.
0: Yeah. And, um, and I did read the book. I know, I think you called me out on Facebook about it when I was, com- somebody was complaining. Did I? I was complaining <laughs> and like somebody chimed, I, I don't know. You, somebody you said me. something, somebody was complaining and I chimed in and you were like, have you read the book? And I was like, yes, author, man, I've read the book. Um, I was like, granted it was. Ten years ago. But yeah. yeah, I read the book. Um well I reread it like last summer. So I it right. was fresh for me. Sure. So that was my fault. Well, I mean so. I, and I think it's just a it's a it's
1: a very hard
0: thing to try and like translate all that stuff. Like yes. you like you're talking about uh, the turtle and intermenstrual you know, Oh yeah, well then and they had that. to leave
1: all that out because right. that would not have made any sense at all. No, the turtle it, and the bean. Barely, and that kind made of stuff. Well that stuff well but it, it does make sense if you've read The Dark Tower. Because then you know it's the path of the turtle. And, you know, so, but see, the, you know, at a certain point in his career, everything now ties in, or not everything, but a lot of the books tie into the Dark Tower Mm -hmm. somehow. So you, you, I've read, I read books before I read the Dark Tower series, before my friend John talked me into reading it, Mm -hmm. because it did not look like anything I wanted to read. And he, you know, there were a couple of books I'm like, this book sucks. And he's like, you really need to read the dark tower. And I'm like, sell, Don, I don't want to read that. And he's like, it's like seven books. And he says, I know, but I think you'll like it. And I did. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. And then once I read it, I'm like, okay, I now, now I go back and reread a couple. Cause I mean, for years I hated, hated insomnia. Mm -hmm. and then after I read The Dark Tower, now I go back and read it, and it's like, God, this is fantastic. I can't believe I skipped this, and I did the same thing with, um, I really liked The Talisman when I first read it, Mm -hmm. Um, and even though that's not the same Beam Dark Tower kind of thing, but then Black House, the sequel to The Talisman, I'm like, I hate this book. John said, read The Dark Tower, so I read The Dark Tower series. Now, I love Black House. It's phenomenal. And now I'm desperately wanting them to do a third book so we can see how it all ends, but they probably never will. What but,
0: other author can build this weird ass universe? Oh man, like I this? know
1: he's created an entire universe that, that and sometimes that's, that's connects, sometimes doesn't. always changeable yeah, because right. of the way I'm a spoiler. I don't want to give it away how it ends, but there is an ending to the dark tower saga oh, yeah. that could start all over again, yeah, all right, you know? Yeah. So um, but yeah, that's—I mean—that's genius. That's genius yeah, stuff. You know, so I'll leave the door
0: open. So I've yeah. only read Gunslinger. Should I keep going? Okay,
1: Gunslinger's terrible. Yeah, I didn't like. And it. That's, that's why I, told, I didn't that's, keep going. What, that's why I didn't either. And John says you got to get past Gunslinger. He said, but you know, he rewrote Gunslinger to tie it in better to the other books. Mm. So if you read a newer version of it, it, mm-hmm. it does tie it's in the better. the old version I have from my Probably. dad, actually. Probably, yes, yes. You've got the old one, the one I read and said, mm-hmm. I'm never reading another one of these. And John talked me into it, but it actually starts getting really good in two and three is phenomenal. In mm-hmm. fact, the rest of the series is great. Um, so you, you just got to get, and you got to. Forget about the movie that was, came out a couple of years ago. It should that had, have been good. It should have been. I mean, anything Idris Elba is in should be good, but right? that is not. Matthew McConaughey. Um, it is I know, a hook, come and it's on. just not good. But I mean, it's 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 somewhat entertaining if you completely separate it from the books. It but catches bullets with yeah, the gun, right? But yeah. you've got yeah. You need to if you just get past the gunslinger. I'm telling you, you will enjoy it. Mm. it they are really great books one summer he talked me into and that's what I read all summer Mm -hmm. was the entire series. And I, it's like, it was like life changing reading if you love Stephen King. I mean, it was that great. And then everything that you read, then you can go back and read some stuff and go, Oh my gosh, you know um, you know, everything from, you know, the um, hearts in Atlantis to insomnia, to black house stuff I've already mentioned. But I mean, there are lots of books that have hints, Mm -hmm. you know, of a connection between the worlds and, and it's, it's good stuff. I highly, I mean, I have been on, I know I've been on a Stephen King, King no, no, you're good. through this entire episode of the podcast, but you know, it's, it's that good. It's that one of those, he's one of those authors who, you know, like change my outlook on the world kind mm-hmm. of thing. So I don't know, just think he's great. So you think so we're going to get the Stephen King connected universe
0: with all the movies. Like, are they all kind of, I don't know,
1: you know, they're doing, um, they're not going to do any more dark tower movies with, Oh, that that one lost a bunch of money. Amazon is doing a series, a Dark Tower series, and they're starting Mm. it from when Roland is young. Okay. um, Which is kind of really like flashback episodes later in the books, Mm -hmm. but they're going to start it and do it chronologically, which if they stick with it, this could be really great. But they're keeping it very, after that movie came out, they're keeping it very quiet right now, yeah. but it is in the works and it is going to be an Amazon series. And I, as far as ours, I know, they're putting a lot of money behind it.
0: Do we know anybody connected to it? Yet? Um
1: I've, I've seen some people listed, but I, off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you who mm-hmm. all of them are. Uh But I believe I'm pretty sure that the guy who played uh, Braun in Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, um, I, I believe remember. is in it. Um, he's a British actor. He he's in, been in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Peaky Blinders. He yeah, was in yeah, Whitechapel, a bunch of stuff. He's a great actor. I'm pretty sure he's in it, and I think he plays Roland's teacher. Okay. I think, but I don't. They're keeping the details pretty quiet mm-hmm. at this point. So we'll see. I don't know how we got onto that. Oh, it. It happened. It it happened. So. Uh, As it chapter two, what do we got next? um, The next one on the list is Us, which I really, really enjoyed. And I was keyed up for it because I really liked Get Out. Mm -hmm. Um, No one expected, I don't know, I did not expect Jordan Peele to start doing horror films. Hell no. Um, That came out. I think that movie was scary and it really worked. And I was excited for us, and it did not disappoint. It's very weird. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's very strange. Um, it's a it's a, a doppelganger story, I guess, is the best yeah. way to describe it. And there's a lot of stuff going on in that movie that, um, I don't know, it just really works. And I find it... The acting is phenomenal, and mm-hmm. I thought that um, Winston Duke, who played the dad, yeah. was like my favorite dad of 2019. He's so funny in that. That's
0: that's fair. Yeah, he's, he's that.
1: really great in that. And uh, Lupita, I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name. It's like Nyongo. Yeah, Nyongo. Um, I think. Yeah, but she's she's phenomenal. Oh, she man. got
0: snubbed for the Golden Globe. She, she should. Too. She's
1: great. She was amazing. I just think she's phenomenal, and she's so she's great as the mom, but she is. Terrifying as the the other character. Other character, exactly what she is. I'm not sure. The doppelganger character. You know, Elizabeth Moss is Moss is in it, who I really like, but she's not in it very much. Mm -hmm. Uh, but she's great in the part that she's in. But I just thought the kids are great. Um, they're just great. Mm -hmm. I I just really like that movie and I found it to be very scary. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I actually found the resolution to it where it kind of explained everything that was going on, um, I'm not sure I needed, I thought it was scary enough just knowing that these doubles were out there and Mm that the the, the whole interaction was really terrifying, Mm -hmm. you know, but I I did like that. I, I, it's a great movie. I think it's phenomenal. And I think Jordan Peele has found his niche, um, I, the Twilight Zone series was hit and miss, but you know yeah. what? Every anthology series is like, Of course, that. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, I used to, I really love that, um, Masters of Horror series that, uh, Mick Garris oh, did a couple yeah, of seasons yeah, yeah. on Showtime and yep. I, I own all of them. And if there are some really fantastic, you know, films in there, short films, and then there are some that are just God awful, mm-hmm. you know, but every anthology is like that. Right you're not going to like them all. So I thought there were some that were, it's like Black Mirror, same yeah, thing. Yep, I was, There's some I really great earlier. episodes of Black Mirror, and then there are some that are just terrible, like unwatchable. Yeah. Um, so in, so Twilight Zone turned out to be the same thing. But on the other hand, I still think that putting it together the way that he did was really good. And I know that the next thing he's working on is a... Um, Candyman, I It's right? I don't know if it's a reboot or a reimagining or a sequel. I've heard that it's a... a Someone described it as a spiritual sequel to the original Candyman, Mm. which is still one of my favorite horror films of all time. Um, I just I rewatched it in October. I like to rewatch some of my favorites, and I never get tired of that movie. Yeah, Um, there's just something about it that really works. Well, plus it's a time capsule of Chicago in 1992. So I like that about it. But everyone in it is great, and Tony Todd is phenomenal. And now I my understanding. I don't, I know he's in this reboot, but is he Candyman that I don't know?
0: I don't, Um, I don't, wouldn't think so.
1: But I wouldn't think so either because I mean, he's great, but he's aged so much. Sure. You know, not that he's ancient or anything. I mean, he's older than you think he is, but he, he looks good, but I don't know who he's playing in it, but uh, I'm curious, Mm -hmm. you know, I am curious, um, and I think that it's in the right hands. Mm-hmm. You know, Jordan Peele's not going to screw it up because I know he loves the original. And I, I just, I think he is really a great filmmaker, mm-hmm. you know? So Us yeah. definitely made the list. That was one I didn't even have a question about. It was right on the list right away. So I, so. Think,
2: I
0: think that Jordan Peele's phenomenal. I blew me away with Get Out. Um, I thought Us was really good. And I, I'm really, really excited to see what he does next. Uh, I, I don't, the only thing about us, I had problems with the logic of it all. Well, okay. and, and, good point. and it's like, and it, I felt that it, some, some movies are like, Hey, abandon all thought, just <laughs> go into it. Other movies are like, no, you really need to think about this. And I felt like this was kind of middle of the road. And it's kind of like, well, think about it when we want you to, and then don't think about it. Well, you know, that's a good point. And so that's why that's, and I can't talk too much about this without going into spoilers, but I that's, know. that's kind of what pissed me off. But it was scary as hell. It was it brutal. Was. I love the the social commentary yes. about things. I mean, above yes. and below, and and things like that. And I and he said, he said, "Get Out" is a horror movie. "Us" is a documentary. I think, or or vice versa. Yeah, it might have been the other way around. I think I it can't was. Remember, I th- but I no, 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 it was okay. "Get Out" to documentary. Yeah. "Us" is yeah. a horror yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, and I mean, hell yeah, it was a horror movie. And he, he did yeah. a great job, and it was. Brutal. Oh yeah,
1: it's it's um it's it's a very sinister film. Yeah, the whole feeling behind it once. Once those figures start appearing outside Mm -hmm. the house, again, though, that goes back to the, at least that part of it. Yes, I know that, you know, we're talking about doppelgangers and all Mm -hmm. this stuff. So then, you know, logic does go out the window, but it goes back to what you were saying about home invasions. Yeah. The the beginning of that is so scary because you don't know what's going on Mm -hmm. and you are in your house and you are trapped there. Yeah. In in the one place that you're supposed to feel the safest Mm -hmm. and there's something happening, that you can't fight. Right. Right. You know, but but I don't know. I just um yeah, I just thought this was a terrifying film mm-hmm. and uh it it easily made my list even though it came out like last February. Sure. So it's been a while. It is Echoes of uh, the Invitation
0: too. Now it kind of think about it, it does. you know. Yeah, with um, this I don't want to spoil this, either of them. With this again,
1: with this um this this evil this sinister evil presence is there that you're not expecting to be there. And yeah, it does. It does. I, you know, we've talked about that movie in past the invitation. I, I've seen it several times Mm -hmm. and that's, that's another one that I really don't get tired of. Um, that's with, um, Logan Marshall green, who I, who is not Tom Hart, who I spent like five films thinking, Tom Hardy looks weird. What is with him? And then I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, that's not Tom Hardy. Yeah, uh, but he looks doing? a lot like him. Um, but yeah, that's if you haven't seen that or if you didn't hear a couple of years ago, I think we did an oh, episode God, guess, where we yeah. talked about that, and we were talking about some of our favorites. And I've recommended the invitation, and it's available streaming all over the place. Yeah, I, I think it's Netflix, on Netflix. Yeah. Um, and it's um, it's it's not a not a it's not going to be a lot of action, Mm-mm. but this is a movie that is terrifying. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. It really is. Uh, okay. So that was us. Uh, now this next one, yeah, I you know got? you did not like as well as I did. Okay. Cause I remember when this came out and you were kind of like, eh, wasn't as good as the first one. Oh,
2: I thought it was oh, okay. really
1: great. And that's okay. happy death day to you. Did I, did I have that opinion? You, you told me when it came out, you saw it for work. Uh-huh. You saw it as an early screening. And I said, I'm, I'm really excited because I did not expect to love the first one sure. like I did. I just think that movie is so funny. Yeah, I love movie. And first I one. mean, it's got, it's got you know, it's terrifying moments. But mm-hmm. again, it's okay. it's still really funny. Now and you were saying, I'm not sure I like the second one as well. Uh, because we already know it. the... Okay, good, good. Yeah, Tell me why you didn't like it as well. And I, I will, okay, So
0: this is... So happy death day to you. And then I'll disagree with you. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. No, so happy death day to you. The reason I didn't like it as much is because... They try to start explaining stuff that well, I, that's what you told that me. I did not want to know. And I, sometimes it, I'm like hypocritical in this way. Sometimes I'm like with us, I'm like, oh, I don't understand the logic of it. It explains yeah. me. And then when happy death day to you, they start to give me
1: the logic. And I'm like, you know what? I wish I didn't know that because it seems like well, bullshit to me. I know, but they had to, they, they had to explain, well, they didn't have to explain, but if you're going to do a sequel, yeah. you're going to have to explain why it's still happening. I get it. You I know, just didn't so like there was a reason for it to be happening, and now we find out the reason why the first movie happened. Right. I just didn't you like know, their explanation. I, yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. Other than that, I I love it just as much as the first yeah. one. I it's just,
0: just as I, fun, she's silly. great. Oh, I don't
1: yeah. know what else she's going to be in or if she's even been in anything else. I have no idea. I don't know her from anything but I, these movies, but I would watch her in whatever because she cracks she was me a up.
0: Dancer, maybe? Maybe I made really? that up. I don't, I might be making that up. I can't
1: remember. Jennifer? Uh, Gen- Jessica. Jessica Rose. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to see what else she's been in, know, if, she if anything, but I just think she's really great in this. I, one of the things I did like about it is the fact that, um, she now was like starting to fall apart because of yes. all the time she died like thinking like that, car crash. yeah. Thinking that, you know, I'll just keep dying and I could start over again. And now she can barely move. Yeah. Actually, she's been in Thirty-eight things, Jesus. Um, but none I've seen of them. Two of them. Um, yeah, I've seen two, and oh, she was in La La Land, which I Uh-oh. never bothered to watch. No. Nope. Um, well, she was in an episode of Chicago PD, um, okay. but, which I do watch, so I probably saw her. But I don't recognize any of the rest of this stuff that she's in. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, an episode of Blue Bloods. Um, there you go. So I've seen that. But, okay. Well,
0: again, okay. So yeah. This, so this,
1: not a lot of stuff, but she's really great. She's, so I hope she does a lot more stuff. She's great, but this
0: harks back again to my thing of the logic of the of the the film universe so why is it okay her insides are fucked up but everything else is fine like she doesn't have scars on her throat when she gets her throat slit or when she gets shot well ahead. it's just
1: because it's you know it's like her internal organs and her bones I, everything but, else is repairing i don't know i i know <laughs> well it. you just ignore that <laughs> i know, um, I, know. But I know i know what you're saying um and i i i do agree with you on that i, I do you. definitely see your point. Um, I think I just liked it because the it's just so much fun. Oh it yeah! Is, if you enjoyed the first one, you'll like unbridled fun. Yeah, you know, and it's one of those movies where you don't want to think too hard. Sure. If you think too hard, then it's gonna stop making That's sense. That's the
0: problem. I hate. It I, that know, they I know. I know. Give but, me a little bit. You know, bit. it's
1: like I've always had that problem. There have been movies that I can refer back to that are you know classic films that I've liked, but once you start examining the logic like mm-hmm. I mean there's you can completely pick apart like the um uh, all of the time travel logic in Terminator 2 oh, sure. none of it makes sense right. and could never happen you know and I mean obviously it's not going to happen anyway but right. you see what I'm saying right and so there are movies where if you start picking them apart then you mm-hmm. will begin to hate them because right. now I can't well I mostly can't watch it because I can't stand Edward Furlong <laughs> so that's a problem for me watching that movie but on the other hand I've I have discussed the time travel problems with that movie so many times. I don't even want to watch it anymore.
0: But what what I hate though is like that would be as if Terminator Two came to you and said, "This is how time travel works," which I feel like they didn't, you know. But I I think that they to you was like, "Here's kind of how this works." You're like, "No, don't tell me that." Yeah,
1: good point. That's a good point.
0: But I get I get what you mean. See, I I,
1: I, you had told me that, and then when I finally got to see it, I Mm. saw it a month or so later. And I was really thinking, oh man, I'm gonna be super disappointed by this. I shouldn't Cody. tell you any No, 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 it's okay. You no, it was okay because I was expecting to be, you know, a pessimist is always pleasantly well, that's surprised. True. That's true. So yeah. I went into this thinking I'm going to be disappointed by this movie. Yeah. And instead I thought this is great. It's all just right. like the first one. All this right. is great. That's so fair. I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't want to see a third one. I hope they don't make another one. They I, have to. I, no, I looked, at, I looked at her upcoming upcoming projects and there's nothing listed. Okay. That so pieces, I'm hoping that 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 pisses me off
0: even more because then why did they do all this Bullshit that I hated in the second one. If they're not going to do a third one, well,
1: maybe they will. So I'm, just, I'll be, I don't know. I, I guess w- it, they're going to have to really get clever with the third one. I will be really mad to make a third really, one I'll be even more. The pissed second they one, don't. the second one was just a continuation of the first one, right? And I don't need a continuation of part two. I want to see something completely different. Yeah, but how would it be? I don't know. Let's just leave it alone. Let's not put it out there into the atmosphere, so maybe no one will think of it, and we don't have to see a third one. Because you know what they should do, I'll though? watch it. You know and that's what, the Brad. Thing, but do you know so. what they should
0: do though? Is just do another movie with another person completely. That's the same kind yeah, but of it'd be thing. The same movie. Who wants to see? Well, I mean, but do a different story. But it's just like it's. In oh, this, then it would be Star Wars though. But it's in this universe and it's not connected. <laughs> just and it's kidding. fun. Just oh, kidding. don't don't start with a because Star Wars. Because really, thing. the
1: you know the the the, the what was it? This Rogue One. This, no, I like Rogue One. I the love seventh, Rogue the seventh, one. The seventh, the seventh Star Wars film. Is, is that The Force yeah, Awakens? Yeah, The Force Awakens. See, I'm, I, I enjoy Star Wars and I will go see the new one, but yeah. um, that's essentially the exact same plot as A New Hope. Oh, hell yeah. It so, is. you know, they just recycled it so that people would be happy. Right. Um, but if I say that to like John Winterbauer, mm-hmm. he, you know, gets angry. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go on I record. I the rest of that and I went, okay, this is the same movie. Yes. Um, but, yeah. I'm going to go on record. I do it on Facebook all the time. Star Wars fans oh, are the, the worst. worst. I know. The most
0: toxic fan I just, base.
1: I just like to watch the movies yeah. because I, the first one came out when I was a kid. Yeah, and I dug it and I had the toys and all that stuff and so I like to watch mm-hmm. the new ones and I enjoy them. I enjoyed the last one. Everybody, you know, cry babied Jedi, about yeah. it and I liked it. I thought it was good no, and, and I will John's go see great. this one because I think it'll be good.
0: Sure. So That's the thing. There's, there's a fan base is obviously the Game of Thrones. Other other people will we'll MCU, oh, yeah. but see, They're just mad. Like the, but in the Game
1: of Thrones, what was the problem? Well, the, this is... I thing. liked it. I thought it was fine. It's not my... It's not, I didn't make it. I'm just watching it and enjoying it. I have no, I don't have any skin in this game and neither do all the people who complained about it. Right. So they're watching it. So if you don't like it, go make your own movie. Well, the thing is that the Star
0: Wars fan base, even if one fan agrees with the other one, that fan will turn on that person. They eat themselves from within. Yeah. There are toxic fan bases, but Star Wars. It's too bad. Oh, it's, it's the worst. Anyway. On a rant, I talk about this all the time. Follow my TED talk. No, know. I um, see it.
1: Well, I see it. I see it when you post it on on Facebook. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. I don't know Thank how you guys deal with it at Cinema Blend when you have to post it. Well, you I turn comments on. You have to post an article about Star Wars about anything oh, about we get Star you, Wars, we get and you guys it. are just deluged with craziness. So yes. anyway, I've, that, I've, Star Wars has nothing to do with our horror I've films. Gotten so let's, death let's, threats over Star let's Wars. move on. Um, cause I've got, I've got one more that I loved and then I've got a couple that I want to mention that I liked. Okay. That are worthy of recommending. And then I'll get to my number one. How's that? Uh, yeah okay, yeah. okay. Okay. Yep. So the next one on my list is called little monsters. Okay. And I recommended this to you because this movie is so much fun and it is not that Fred Savage movie from like the Uh nineties or eighties or whenever that was that came out of Howie Mandel or so, I don't know. There was a movie called little monsters. There have been a couple of them actually. um, Because I mentioned this to a friend and I said, Hey, you got to check out this movie. You will not be sorry if you watch it. Uh, You will really like it. And um, and they're like, "Um, you're talking about the woman, Fred Savage. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Just had the same name. Is this a movie about kids? It does have kids in it. Oh, 1989 was that one. There was actually another movie in 2012, which I've never heard of, but this one is called Little Monsters. It's an Australian film and it's got uh, Lupita Nyong'o in it. Oh, yeah. And she plays a kindergarten teacher.
0: Wait, in, in 89? No,
1: no, no. This is brand new. Oh, the movie, oh, no, okay. the the one with Fred Savage was in 1989. Oh, okay. This new one just came out. Got it. Okay. And it is an Australian film, and she is a kindergarten teacher. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it follows this guy who's like this burned out loser musician who breaks up with his girlfriend and is living with his sister. Yeah. And she has a nephew who is uh, in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And he takes the nephew, because she's like, you've got to do something to help out, takes the nephew to school, meets... Uh, uh, meets Lupita Audrey, who's really actually her name, um, and, and meets Lupita Nuango and says, so, you know, no, she's beautiful. Yeah. And uh, so he decides he's going to be like Mr. Uncle. I'm the great uncle. And Not a stoner. She's, she loses the, out to somebody who's going to accompany them to the zoo as a chaperone for Mm -hmm. their field trip. And he's like, well, you know, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm, you know, I just, I love my nephew and he's lying. You know, he hates kids and all this stuff. And um, so he ends up accompanying her to the zoo. And while they're there, this nearby military base has an accident and a zombie epidemic breaks out. I know this sounds ridiculous, but, and it is, it is it's scary, it's tense, and it's really, really funny. Yeah. But it's a great movie. Huh. Josh Gad, who's the voice oh, of yeah. Olaf, yeah. plays this. Uh, he happens to be at the zoo and he plays this like children's TV host mm-hmm. who's really a scumbag in real life. The character is yeah. uh, not Josh Gadd. I don't know Josh Gad. I, I have no opinion the, of Josh Gad. The, Gadd, the I, character that he's playing is a scumbag, but he plays this like TV personality who gets trapped with them in the gift shop at the zoo and with all these zombies. And I'm telling you, this movie is a riot. It, it's, it's like I said, it's tense and it's scary. And there's some, a lot of suspense, but it's also really funny. And she's really great. And this, the guy that plays the stoner who, you know, becomes, you know, finds himself as this is all going on and right. turns out to be a, a pretty decent guy. And again, no, uh, no spoilers because I really want people to watch this, it's, it's on Hulu for free right now. So, but, and it got, I mean, it just came out and it's, it's available on Amazon because after I watched it on Hulu for free, I went to Amazon and bought it for 10 bucks because I will watch this movie over again. So, but right now it is free on Hulu if you've got Hulu and it's, it's a fun, it's a very fun, you know, burnout kind of guy movie who, you know, you just got to see it. Uh, It's just a cool movie. It's called Little Monsters.
0: You and love some dark humor I stuff. Do. Right? Yeah. I do. Apparently I
1: do. And that who knew? I did not know that I did love it as much as I do, but That's amazing. This movie's great. And the kids are great. Yeah. I mean, all the, the all the kids in it are really good actors. Mm-hmm. Um his nephew uh is great. And there's this one little, you know, the one little fat kid that's real loud. And but this kid does a good job. He's yeah. really obnoxious and he's it's really funny. But and she's great. I mean, I just really like her. Oh yeah, she's everything phenomenal. I've seen her in, and she's just Miss Caroline is, is what the kids call her. And mm-hmm. she's just keeps telling him, just call me Audrey, quit calling me Miss Caroline, you know, but there's, it's funny. And then every time anybody swears, the kids all have a little song about using a bad word. And it's just, it's really funny. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's definitely worth watching. And um it's, it's a new addition to my list. Mm-hmm. I mean, it jumped I don't even think I gave it to you and I really, really enjoyed it. But uh, you know, for Cody, it's bad because it's got a lot of little kids, but most of the kids in it are not zombies. There are kids that are zombies, but not most of them are not. Um, So anyway, there's a couple of other movies that I did not add to this list, but that I will go through quickly um, unless you want to throw something in um, that are worth watching. Mm -hmm. But I just couldn't move them onto the list. Yeah. Uh, Annabelle, Annabelle Sleepover is one of them. Yes. Our Annabelle Club. Comes Home. Uh, Renee and I saw that over the summer and we both were like walked out of the theater going, that was really fun. Yeah. You know, I did not expect to like it. Um, it is a, a conjuring adjacent film. Yeah. Um, and it's about really, it's almost not even about Annabelle. Oh, I mean, no, she's in hardly. it, but it's, it's barely about Annabelle, but it yeah. takes place where um, the the, the daughters of the Warrens with their museum decides to go in and open Annabelle's box, this friend who's not supposed to go in there, but does. And really it's kind of like a best of all of the scary shit that the Warrens have collected. I mean, there's a werewolf, there's, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff stuff all happens in this house. And then there's the pizza guy who's hilarious and it's set like in the seventies. Yeah. And it's, it's a really fun movie, which yeah. you did, would not expect to say about one of the conjuring or Annabelle movies, but right. so it's, you know, I wouldn't put it on a top list, mm-hmm. but it's worth watching. If you can watch it for free, it sets
0: up also in it. In a, an endless extended universe for them if it they want because of that room and everything that's yes. in there. Yeah, all they the can, stuff that's in there. Yeah, they yeah. can do yeah. and the one everything. that's coming
1: out next fall because they've already announced Conjuring Three: The mm-hmm. Devil Made Me Do It yeah. is a completely another completely debunked case of the Warrens at, no. about a demonic possession and yeah it's um whatever um, I'm sure they'll turn mm. it into something that'll make entertaining. half a billion dollars as long as people can separate the comic book characters of the Warrens from the movies from the real people. But were they can't. Good. That's they can't. Why we're I here. know. That's why we're here. It is. It's true. So another one that I had really looked forward to mm-hmm. that I thought was going to be great that ended up doing like no business. And I understood why once I watched it was Bright Brightburn. Yeah. I really thought that was going to be cool. Yeah. I mean, I really thought this might be a... A movie that would go on to spawn genres, a yeah. whole series of these films. Super horror. It was a yeah, it's about a, you know, what if what if the superhero, look what if Superman had come to Earth and had been evil mm-hmm. instead of, you know, truth, justice in yeah. the American way. Right. And I thought this is gonna be great. And it really wasn't. Um, yeah. it didn't go anywhere. Um, the kid was just obnoxious. Um I just It was really dry. I just didn't care for it. I, I, I really thought I would. I li- it was okay. Yeah. But um, you know, it's it's one of those uh, watch it if it's free mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, don't pay to watch it yeah, for sure. I,
0: so I liked I liked it a lot. I think I gave it three and a half, but did um, you but I, I I wanted to like it a lot more. And I, I really thought this would be a legit like super horror would be a me genre too. now. Me too. But it, it did give me some things like uh, satisfied, like I would love to see Superman use his x-ray or his, his lasers to shoot through someone's fucking head. Right, and he right, did, right, right. And right. Like, I want to see that And like, there's parts where uh, this is in the previews too, but like a, a It's like o- if
1: Batman just went around killing
0: people. Well, but no, Batman right. doesn't have any superpowers. Batman well, I is I know, a rich but kid. I'm
1: talking about a superhero or a, someone who's seen as a hero who their yeah. dark side comes out and they just go around and kill right, people. Right, but, but that's was, what I thought this was going to be, oh, except right, or, he was like Superman- with powers,
0: yes, but, he could fly. Well, and, that's exactly that's yeah. what I thought it was going to be. But I, but and, I mean, still, it was. But I didn't think not, the story was amazing. But I did love like when the cop showed up on his, his doorstep and he just he literally just runs through yeah. one of them. I thought yeah. that was brutal as yeah, hell. It was pretty cool. But the story
1: I didn't think but was that Here's the great. thing: yeah. didn't it seem like half a movie? Because what do you mean? it was like an I. I got it, that we have to have origin stories. Yeah, but it never went any further than that. I felt like that this was this would have made a great first half of oh, an evil right. superhero movie. Instead, right. they set it up as like as a, the, the first film yeah. in a series. Sure. And it's like, this should be a this a movie two or trilogy. I think, kind of thing. I don't know. Maybe it didn't tank, but I don't think mm. it made that much money. I mean, horror so movies don't make that I can't much. imagine them going on with more films. Sure. Based uh, on what it made, have you heard anything? I have not heard anything. I mean, it was James Gunn. He's doing Suicide Squad. Right. He's doing Galaxy. Do we need Guardians another Suicide Galaxy. Squad? I didn't I mean, like the first no, one. No, fuck no. But
0: no. we have James Gunn doing it, and then he's going to do Guardians of the Galaxy. However, I will say, and I don't want to spoil this, but I loved. The ending, the news footage, all that stuff. I did too. But I hate a
1: happy ending. And I know, but that's what this. I wanted from the last half of the movie. Yes, I know. I, I think you it's, see it's, what I'm saying. I think it's I wanted. I wanted destruction. Right. And you know, we got now. Who's right going to stop him? Yeah. yeah we and got instead, right that. That, that's okay. That's we fair. got a prequel. That's
0: fair. You know? um, but what I what I really loved about this was um, who. I mean, especially it's it maybe I don't know if it's because you're James Gunn that you can do this, but like who goes to a major huge property and says, you know what, I'm gonna take this do my own thing, and it's going to be very obvious. And fuck you, and I'm not going to yeah. get sued about it, right? Because like, that I
1: man—that was Superman, it's Superman, but bad Superman. Right? That was how do the, you how do you do I mean, that? Landed on a farm in Kansas from a—I mean, it was everything. Yeah. How you do know? you do that? I, I don't know. Is it because you're James Gunn, or can anybody just do that? I don't. I know. don't know. I guess because they never use the word Superman, or right. I mean, it could be anything. Let's I start suppose. making our
0: own things. We're <laughs> just yeah. A, yeah. like a rich guy who has no superpower, so he's Batman. But he's really, to, evil, except he's not Batman. But it's the real he, world
1: is um rat man rat man and um he's evil instead of good Wait, so i don't oh, know hold on so we got to yeah. find a rich white guy who's evil i don't know if we can make oh up yeah a that'd story be like that. yeah, oh, so hey, there you go. pull yeah. the collar yeah all right um what, what do you got next? okay so the next one that i put on the list and i saw a lot of, i don't know why mm-hmm. this became like a genre this year is uh well i guess not just this year but it was bad things happen to people who go to a fake haunted attraction I saw a, I, for some reason, watched several of them this year. There was a, um, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, I say that I'm not a huge fan of found footage films. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, yes, I Blair Witch and there's some other ones that I really like. Um, so I'm not a big fan of, of newer ones, but every once in a while I find one that really works. And I, for whatever reason, I liked, I liked uh, hell house LLC and they're not great, but but for whatever reason, it, they just sort of sucked me in, and there's like three of them. Never even heard of it. And I watched all of them. Okay. And I don't even know why, but yeah. I kind of enjoyed them. Uh, the third one wasn't great, but the first, a couple first ones. You enjoyed were not the too earlier bad. work. Yeah, I did. And there was just something about them that was very claustrophobic and weird. And mm-hmm. I didn't like the people, so I was glad to see bad things happen to them. That's and then they bring in somebody decent that I hated to see something happen to, but. Anyway, so I watched those and they are, they're definitely found footage and they're set up kind of documentary style. You know, there had been all these deaths that had taken place and now we're going to reopen hell house, which was this haunted attraction. Right. So anyway, those are not on the list. I'm just telling you that I watched sure. them. So when a movie did pop up called haunt, I thought, well, this seems like another, name. I know another hell house, but this particular movie, um, is, is very odd because it, takes a genre that we all are familiar with where these kids decide to go to this haunted attraction and it's the middle of nowhere and they get out there and it's this, you know, what's, what's called an extreme haunt. You know, mm-hmm. those, you've heard of those where they re- really are trying they to terrify really people and you, you. got to sign a waiver and yeah. turn over your cell phones and all that stuff. Put you in a but freezer. I think when I had gotten to this place and there's no one else there, I probably would not have gone in. Well, yeah. I, I wouldn't have gone in anyway. Cause I hate those things. Yeah, I hate, no haunted attractions. I, d- I, don't I like do like them. I've been terrified of them since I was a kid. I went through I, 13 of them. I and know you did. War I know. And I hated every, I know. And one I don't them. like those. So maybe that's what made this scary to me, but they mm-hmm. go into this and then bad things start to happen. And there are, in case someone watched it, I'm not going to spoil it, but yeah. um, there are a lot of bad things that happen and they have to get out. Uh-huh. And for whatever reason, this one was scary. Yeah. And it worked in a good um, way. Though. It's not. Yes. Yes. And it's not, it's not anything that I'm going to, give, you know, big stars to, or put it on my top list yeah. or anything. It was a, it was an also mention, you know, how mm-hmm. we've done that with some of our sure. lists in the past. This yeah. is not my top it's, list, it's but, it's still, mention, yeah. but it's still a good one and it's free. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's on Netflix or Amazon prime. It's, it's, you can watch it for free and it's just called haunt and it came out this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a new movie, but it's, uh, it was a very small release. How's it compare to like to like Hell House, something like it's uh, definitely better than those. Yeah, yeah, it was did, definitely better than those. Did you watch? It's, it's probably the best attraction, haunted attraction movie that I've seen. Did you watch uh, Thirty One, the Rob Zombie? Oh god, thing? I hate that movie. I hate that movie too. I hate that movie. Okay, so it's better than um, that. I hated that, and I also hated Three from Hell. Three from Hell was not good. It was not good was at not. all. I can't believe we waited that long for this. Well, I don't even know why we needed a sequel because no, they died. They died. They but got then, shot then the they, fuck then up. Then they didn't die, and it's just not. And you know. Now I've just decided, I think I'm to the point where um, I'm not going to, unless he does something that really blows me away, I will continue to listen to his music Mm because I always have – but I'm not going to watch any more of his movies because Thirty One was terrible. Three from Hell Three, was terrible. Yeah. Lords of Salem was awful. I didn't even absolutely watch that. awful. Um, Halloween Two was terrible. I like the first one. Yeah. Um, I even I even liked uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. I liked that one. I for love what House it was. And corpses, I liked Devil's Rejects. Devil's Rejects was great. In yeah. fact, there's a documentary, the making of that. I may have said this before. There's a documentary called I think Thirty Days in Hell, mm-hmm. which is phenomenal. Yeah. It's the making of the movie with everybody. And oh it, It's yeah. really great. Yeah, that sounds and, great. It's great. Um, but yeah, I've been really recent. This last few, I, and I know he's making these things on a shoestring and everything, yeah. but three from hell just had no point. No. There was no point to no, it whatsoever. It so so yeah, but I'm luckily I own it. Thank God. Oh, right. yeah. So, cause Good. I bought it. So cool. anyway, the other movie that I wanted to mention that I think that a lot of people were super looking forward to, um, that turned out to be disappointed by it, yep. uh, was scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah. Um Guillermo del Toro I know he didn't direct it but he was the mastermind he was, he was behind a producer, it. Right? And I thought and you know I saw the images from it they looked just like those old classic images from the book. Yep. But I always wondered how they were going to spin all those stories into one film. Yeah. And it did it poorly or not I mean, it de- it definitely had some great atmosphere. It's it just, really it's did. It's not a good idea to it's try a, to do that. It's a beautiful looking film, and that the the monsters are scary. Sure, everybody in it is great. It's yeah. not that. It's just not super cohesive. Right. You, you, it's, so you're, you're starting. It's out worth with watching. Going uphill. It's worth like it's, watching if you just want to watch it for what it is, and you yeah. read the books. Yes, or, I love you know, the and, books. You know, and so you have a soft spot for scary stories to tell in the dark. It's worth watching once, yeah. but is it really worth rewatching? No. I don't know, I own it, so I guess I'll find for, out. Okay. I know for, because I really it I know, I but I really Yeah, but then I end up having to buy them if I really like them. Wow. See okay. my point? Oh, so, okay. Save yeah, it's cheaper. Bucks. Well, it's cheaper than going to see them sometimes at the theater true. when you got to pay for popcorn that's and getting in and all that stuff. That's so, true. um, so you know, uh, I have a big library. So, right. you know, but I don't know. I didn't I didn't hate it yeah. by any means. I thought it had some good stuff in it. It's just as little vignettes, yeah, it was great. But as a right. cohesive film, it's not. It's like another yeah. one that they probably could have made an anthology series
0: yeah. or something. Yeah, and see
1: that well, that probably would have worked.
0: And I and I liked it a lot. But when they first said, "Okay, we're going to combine all these things into one thing," I was like, "No, that, that's not what we love about." Well, that's yeah, because that's about not what they stories. are. And, They're
1: an anthology of stories. Right. So why didn't we present it? That
0: the way? one thing that they got right, I will say, is what we why these stories are scary is the illustrations, yes. the imagery, in this. And, yes. the, and
1: that, they oh, they nailed that. Had I there mean,
0: been no Images or had there been different images? No, like what I remember from my childhood, being scared as fuck is Harold yes. from the images,
1: you know, yes. and like and that's they brought what, them to life.
0: Oh, and they crushed it. And yeah. and at first, I when we were watching the movie, probably the first hour, I was like. This I I don't like this. This is terrible. I wish this was rated R. And then when we got to the second and third acts, I was like, oh, this is actually getting pretty brutal. I really wish this had been rated R. I know it never would would have been, but I was happier with it in the the second and third um, legs of it, I guess. But it's just thinking, trying to combine all of them, I didn't like an anthology series would have been great. And, and I mean, the imagery was great and it was exactly how I expected it to be with right, Harold and, right. and everybody yes.
1: else. But I uh, just, I just didn't love it. It just didn't quite make it. Right. You know, it just, there, it had too many faults. I yeah. mean, a lot of these have some faults here sure. and there, but that one just didn't make the list because of it. So yeah. Number one. So let's get to oh. number one. This is oh, my wait, last now we're one. Do, oh, okay, Unless now we're, you've got some that you want to add. No, 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 no. Now I know what you your good? number one is now. Okay, so. so my number one, I thought best horror film of the year was Dr. Sleep. Yeah, talk to me about that. Mike this. Flanagan is a fucking genius. He's amazing. Um, I, I love Flanagan. I, I think he's great. And I think he took something that was really hard to do mm-hmm. and made it fantastic. I mean, this is a guy who had to walk the tightrope between who, this is a guy who loves Stephen King, yeah. like I do. who's a huge fan. And he had to take what everyone thinks of as The Shining. They don't think about the book. They think of no. the Jack Nicholson movie. Yep. And that Stephen King hates, yes. hates the Kubrick version because it has no heart to it at all because that's not what how Kubrick made films. So he took a story that has so much heart and turned it into something cold, but beautifully visual. Oh, so Flanagan gorgeous. had to take the two things and combine them the book that stephen king wrote as a sequel to the shining and make them mesh mm-hmm. and and did it to the point that stephen king loved it and it really works mm-hmm. he brought the overlook from the movie back to life but yet took the story that we know and made it work in fact he took the changes that he made actually improved on the book. So I've never read the book. So how does that compare? Um it's it is Sleep? it's very close, but there are some things in the book. While I love the book, there mm-hmm. are a few things in it that don't work as well for me. Mm-hmm. And he got rid of those. Okay. To tighten it up, to make it work in a two hour and it's a long movie. It's still yeah. like two hours and 40 minutes. Yeah. But I thought that he really brought so much of it to life with the with the cult with Rose the Hat who's phenomenal. Yeah, she's great. Um, Ewan McGregor is great in it. Mm-hmm. He plays great Danny. Everybody in it's great. I just thought he really made this thing work, and um, I just loved it. And you know, it's one of those things. I think that the timing on that film was everybody's like, oh, well, it didn't do very well. It's not. It's a failure. It's not. People will find this movie. They mm-hmm. will find it. But it came out the week after Halloween, which was bad timing, and people were exhausted from horror-related stuff through October. It came out, like, the following week. Um, you know, I went to see it the first weekend because I was I've been waiting for it for months. And um, I just thought it was—I just thought he did a brilliant job with it, and I just loved it. I mean, it was— three hours that passed in what seemed like 30 minutes. I mean, it was just really, really well done. And, you know, bringing the overlook back the way that he did. And I mean, you know, um, uh, Elliot, the guy from ET, the kid from ET, who's the dad in the young dad. In oh yeah. Hill house. Um, God, what is his name? Call him Elliot? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know it. Um, and I, and I know it. Henry, oh man. Um, I can't think of his name, but I mean, the the fact that he would take the chance on playing Jack Nicholson's character, I mean, because Jack Nicholson is an icon. I was really sad that he just didn't jump on for this project. Well, yeah, but how would they have done it? I mean, he's much, much older. Well, the fucking you know, de aging.
0: We did Irishman yeah, and everything but, else. You know, like, I don't know.
1: That didn't that didn't really work for me that well in the Irishman, so I certainly wouldn't have um I wanted it in this. No, but, that was only that was actually one of my qualms with the movie. It was just like either don't
0: show me his face or get Jack Nicholson. Yeah, but I thought that the way that they did it was great. I, I really thought I didn't thought think that, the guy was bad or anything like that, but I was like you're supposed to be Jack and you're not Jack. I want yeah, Jack. Yeah, but the
1: the uh the woman that, that played um Shelley Duval's character that played I thought she well, was fantastic. Y- yes. So I yeah. mean she really was I guess I mean she yeah. really fit. I guess that's know? that's fair. Yeah. So I mean I thought it worked because of the way that they had to do it. They had to sort of bring it back to life. And the idea was is that you know, like Grady from the original one mm. has now become the bartender and doesn't know who he was, the same way right. that he did in this. And I thought, I just that's thought fair. that the way that they did this, because in the book, in the in the book, Henry Thomas, that's Henry, his name. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah. in the book, the well, in in The Shining, the uh, Overlook burned down because mm-hmm. the boiler exploded. Right. So when in Dr. Sleep, the book, they come back, uh, spoiler alert, no, sorry. No, When fine. they come back to the site, it's just where the hotel used to be. Yeah. So all of that drama has to play out there. But because he combined the two things and then used, see, I don't want to give anything away because uh, I want yeah. people to watch it. But But having them go back inside this recreated, I mean- down to the nail. Mm-hmm. I mean, he oh, really yeah. recreated he, this He reused three shots from it's the amazing. original, too. Yeah, it's amazing the way. the way he did this.
0: Yeah, and so you, t- you talk about the, the the money for this. So it was uh $45 million budget. Box it's office. really not that high. It's really not. Box no. office was $70 million. Um Usually you so. want to- you yeah, know, usually you want to double the budget
1: for marketing efforts, but I bet it—it it probably didn't lose money. Oh no! And I, you know? but I think this will continue as more people discover it. I think it. I really think the timing on this thing was terrible when mm-hmm. it came out. That is the worst of the fall. Yeah. That's the worst week. As someone who has you know used to be involved in a movie theater mm-hmm. early November is. Awful. But I mean, they, they, so they planned on it and did it on purpose. Why? I know. And I don't, I don't know why. I think to try to spread it further out from, um, it chapter two, uh, oh, two Stephen yeah. King, two big Stephen King properties so close together. I guess and I so. think they wanted to spread it out. And so they didn't put it in October, but you could have put it in October Anywhere or you could have moved it to early, you know, after Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I think it would have done huge. And for whatever reason, that's where it fit. And it's too bad that that's where it fit because I yeah. don't think that it worked where it was. But I still think that people will find it because it is an excellent, excellent film. Mm-hmm. And it really, like I said, it, it combines the two in a, in a really seamless kind of way and does things that doesn't ruin the legacy of either the book or the film. You can actually like either or, And love this. Mm -hmm. I just think it was great. And, you know, um, for instance, one of the things I always hated about the Kubrick version is that Danny, the little boy, has to, it calls Dick Halloran, who is one of my favorite Stephen King characters. I love Dick. Um, Halloran, that didn't sound good at all. Um, But anyway, I love that character. And he brought him all the way back from Florida. And then he walks in the door and dies. Oh shit. Piss me off yeah. in the original shiny. Cause that's not what happens in the book.
0: Oh, right. Dick
1: is alive, you know, at the beginning of Dr. Sleep. So in the way Flanagan, and I'm not giving anything away yeah, here, yeah. but Flanagan at the beginning of this, Dick is alive and talking to Danny as a little boy. Cause mm-hmm. it starts out when he's still a little boy. And then we, we realize that, that he's a ghost. Right. And right, I right. thought, man, that was, that's a, how it should have gone. Perfect solution. To the, that problem you mentioned that you had. The, the movie went how the book should have gone, maybe yeah. or at least I think you had so. Some there, there, good there's some other stuff too that for people who've read the book who maybe haven't seen the the movie yet, there's some other things in the book that they do change mm-hmm. um, that that I think work even better. Yeah. Um, that that have to do with Abra later on, and, and you'll understand. People who will then go see it will understand mm-hmm. after they've read the book and you know go see the movie, but. I thought the way that they did the uh the their travelers and mm-hmm. Rose was great. She's yeah. so good in this. And um it's pretty brutal. I mean, there're child murders. I mean, there's much some as I hate stuff. little children, there's a very Whoa. brutal scene. But it's it's one right of the, out of the book. Yeah. And it works and because of what happens, that's what is the catalyst that mm-hmm. moves everything forward right. and um I I just yeah. think it's it, it's my number 1 of the horror films of last year. And I highly recommend it. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's probably not in theaters anymore, but what's mm-hmm. it going to be out on, uh, streaming in In probably a month, yeah. month and a half. Yeah, February, so I'd say, probably. I'd say late January, early February, it'll be out. Um, I will buy it. Uh, you know, I will buy it Yeah. and we'll watch it again immediately and we'll continue to watch it in the future. Um, I think it's phenomenal. Fair enough. Uh,
0: my number one, ready or not, we already talked about it yeah, earlier. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, either way, going to get a great film. Oh, uh, yeah. Both are going to be it brutal. Is. It's
1: great. So I
0: do have another one to mention. Yeah, the dead don't die. Oh God, Jim, Ma- what's his name? Marib well,
1: I don't know, man. I fucking <laughs> hated that. I know. Movie. I I I've At- had a couple of people tell me that they just. Thought it was fantastic, and I, I'm like, where I will fight them. Where did you get this? Because I did you see it? It's so no, I didn't even bother after you told me how much you hated I it. I Fucking um, hate that movie, uh, Jim Jarmusch. Yes. He what did, else did he make? He made a bunch of like. I know he's got. The, uh, is that uh, what it coffee is? Coffee and cigarettes. Uh, okay, that uh, kind of stuff. So Jim. he, so he has like this indie cred thing that so. Everybody There's that's a, Bill Murray stuff. like a hipster kind of guy, people have to love him because he made this weird off the wall stuff. So you got to talk about how great this was. And yes. I've never heard anybody who liked it. And then you just hated it. Oh, my God. Uh, and it, this, had a, it had this cast of Adam people. Driver. I know Bill, Bill Murray, Murray Tom Swinton. Waits, Chloe yes. Savini, Steve Buscemi, all these people who I'm sure were dying to work with him because he's got this indie cred. And, um, I, yeah, I've heard nothing but from people who've seen it who hated it. I'm telling you. This I know. I, I've seen it pop up on some lists, and I'm like, okay, you're just trying to get some, I you know, very some few, credibility on your list. I give
0: very few one-star reviews. This was yeah, one I that I gave, it. and I love I love You Adam begged Driver. me not
1: to see it. Remember, you're like, do not see this I mean, movie. I mean, I kind of want to know,
0: <laughs> am I being obnoxious about Well, not, maybe I'll like, watch
1: it when it's free. But it's on Netflix or something, maybe, I'm, or Prime. I'll watch it, but I'm not, I wasn't going to pay to see it. I'm
0: just it, so. so mad that, like, it has a great cast, mm-hmm. and I fucking hated it <laughs> so much. It's like, okay, I don't know, what's, what's beyond breaking the fourth wall? Is there a thing oh, for that? I don't know, man. And then thinking you're clever when you do it, I fucking hate yeah, this movie so much. Yeah. Anyway, that so that one, I, I not even, it, it wouldn't have been a horror movie, it doesn't matter. Hated this movie. Yeah. It just happened to be a horror movie.
1: Yeah. I, I usually will give it 15 minutes. It looks like it's homemade. Yeah. yeah and you, I'm done. done. So this yeah. didn't look like
0: it was homemade too. Yeah,
1: no, oh. I know. I know. I so, it. but you know, the, I'm looking at it on IMDB and it, it only has a 5.5 out of 10. So what, I guess I don't know rotten who, tomatoes? I don't know who gave it. I, I'm sure it's on Rotten Tomatoes, but I don't know who gave it those, you know, gave it that, but I'm always use the IMDB app. I mean, I'm sure probably Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten tomatoes app. 56 so 56 so it's the same well it's the same people that's the 5.5 5 out well, of 10 yeah. so Roger you know, Ebert
0: gave it 3 out of 4 though what is he Roger Ebert couldn't and, if he's been dead well, he's for years super fucking dead yeah so well um,
1: apparently he's come back to life to review this movie well the dead so, don't die yeah, as but we've been yeah, told Roger has been dead for a while yeah. unfortunately it oh, was so, too so bad
0: coffee and cigarettes and then broken flowers those yeah. are two movies i've been
1: told to watch by yeah. Jim I'm, I'm going to so pass maybe? I'm going to pass them. Uh, Neither one of them look like anything I would like. What if you end up
0: watching The Dead Don't Die sometime and you're like, this is a
1: brilliant horror (sighs) film. What are you doing? I will watch it at some point, but um, I'm sure I'm going to see it, but I'm not going to pay to see it as much as you hate it. And I know that we don't always agree on stuff, but... Usually, if one of us really hates something, you know, the other one's not going to like it. I don't think we've had any crazy, like, Mm,
0: I don't think so either.
1: Not not that far. Not that far. VHS was probably Uh, one of the the biggest ones. So bad. Uh, I know. Well, it was VHS two. Oh yeah. yeah, Even the first one sucks, but get out of here. Two is awful. Let's end this on that note. All Um, right.
0: I don't actually have all the. Yeah, we stuff don't out. need. It. I
1: don't think we need it because so this is not it? a regular episode. It's so not. I think that we will wrap this up and and thank anybody who hung in this long. Yeah, because I I honestly I don't know how long and this podcast is so long that we actually stopped and took a break in the middle. Um, That's how long this podcast is. And this was the is. third one we did today. It, it was. And so but it was fun and we were both really looking forward oh, to it. Yeah. So, um, guys, if you hung in for this thing, thank you. Um, If you didn't. Well, you're not hearing this anyway, yeah. but maybe you'll come back later and listen to it. And we'll just want to say thanks because we know it was long, but we don't get a chance to do this mm-hmm. very often. Um, even Cody with his real job does a lot of movie review stuff, but not so much horror movies. And yeah. I never get to talk about just horror movies like this. And, and you know, maybe someone's listening, maybe not, but it was fun for us to do. So thank you for Tuning in, if you did, um, don't you don't need to leave us a review on this because they'll be like these guys did a six hour podcast on movies. It's so, but anyway, thank you. And um, this is a Christmas Eve. Is this Christmas Eve? This is Christmas yes, Eve. Yes. See, it's been so long since we started. I forget what holiday it is. Of it right. You reminded me. That's right. So, uh, Merry Christmas, and uh, we've got a new episode in the Haunted New Orleans uh, saga coming up on New Year's Eve yep. next week. And, um, so listen in for that and, uh, thanks again, guys, and have a great holiday season.
0: Yeah. Carry your pigeon. Goodbye. So long. See see you you later. later.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. My head it feels like I'm. So how long did.